You should just, yeah, I shouldn't tell you anything, but you should just play it. It's like a fan-made game. It's... If, if you ever wanted to play Sonic in one of your dreams, that's also it turns into a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's it's released as if it's a bunch of unreleased official Sega projects, and it's not at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it, what's with Uganda Knuckles? Uh, I mean, I'm happy to talk, I actually wanted to talk about VR chat. <laughs> Is that what that's from? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's not originally from VRChat. Should we get into show proper before we start? Yeah, I actually yeah, okay. want to talk about yeah. VRChat. I was, yeah. I just thought it was a meme. I was too old to understand. No, I mean it's, it's. It, I can tell you, I can trace the origin of it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. History lesson. Here to be your Sonic the Hedgehog historian. <laughs> Sonic field correspondent. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> just that, that classic indie game, Sonic. <laughs> Hey, technically it was. No, it was never Come was. Come on, so. Chad. <laughs> You're really stretching. It was both the biggest AAA game of no. all time and the greatest indie game. I would argue that Sonic Mania <laughs> is almost an indie game. Almost. Almost an indie game. But it's also emulating what used to be a AAA game yeah. from the people that made the AAA game. But aren't all indie games mostly emulating Super Nintendo AAA games? The egg. The egg came first. Mm, I, yeah, the egg this, did come first. This seems like a conversation that people should only have while stoned. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I've maybe always... we're all the tree, and the trees are thinking no, it's, of us. it's so clearly, the problem with the chicken or egg out is that there was just two chickens in the beginning, and they fucked, and they made an egg. It's never just one chicken. So you're saying God's a chicken? Well, I'm saying God made two chickens. <laughs> I'm saying God lays eggs. You got, okay, God lays, sure, maybe. But then... God pees eggs. But that means God's a chicken. Not hey, necessarily. Not God... Discount that. God can lay any egg. If if God wasn't a chicken, why would okay. he make them so goddamn delicious? So God like turns the dial on his belly button yeah. to different animals and lays different eggs. Haven't you seen those like they're like Easter things where you squat down the chicken and it poops out a different color gumball? Oh yeah, those things always gross me out. Yeah, it's like that. And I tried to look up that hole. And I was like, I gotta learn more about the chickens. God anatomy. squats yeah. down. He can poop out any kind of egg he wants. Okay, sure. So I didn't realize ch- today's discussions would get so theological. So fast, yeah. <laughs> well, since we're talking about video games, welcome to an all-new episode of Waz. Curated Indie Games, I'm Joey Reinish. I'm Ari. And we have special guest Chad Quant. Hello. Talking about God and Sonic with us. Well, you know, we start about Sonic and God always comes in the conversation. <laughs> That's kind of true. So, Chad, was, was Sonic where... Like the furry feelings started to awaken. I don't like. I don't like this this, this, <laughs> this thing you're trying to connect to me at all. <laughs> this was all a trap, yeah. Chad. You fell right no, into the trap. I do trap. think Sonic is responsible for a lot of furries. I <laughs> okay. do agree with that. Yeah. Okay. I uh, think tails more. No, I'll tell you exactly. No, I'll tell you exactly who it is. <laughs> you put a lot of thoughts. It's, it's Sally Acorn from the cartoon because it's like mm, who's Sally yeah. Acorn? Sally Acorn is the better love interest for Sonic other than stupid Amy Rose uh, uh, in the cartoon. She's the uh, princess of the kingdom. Cause uh, Sally has rock and tees. She, she's got, she's got little squirrel boobs uh, and she's got, <laughs> and she, and she wears like a vest. Like that's her only thing, but it's like an open vest. So you can like, kind of just like, so she's like Donald ducking it with a vest. She's Donald ducking it with a vest and no yeah. pants and boots. And you're like, yeah, there's a body there to look. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that got like people on a, like a whole, it's, like, the, it's the community scene with the, the Dalmatians. principal, where he's just like, I hope this doesn't awaken anything. <laughs> yes, in <me."> totally. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was Bunny Rabot, who's just clearly rogue from X Men, but she's got like a brazier. Has yeah. anyone ever done an oral? Okay, we're just going to talk about Sonic. That's no, fine. I don't want to talk about Sonic. Really you, br- you brought it up. <laughs> My question for you, Chad. Yes, yeah. is has anyone ever traced back the oral history of why Sonic loves chili dogs so much in the cartoon? <laughs> oh, the original. I, you, <laughs> 
the oral Gee, history passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> like, has anyone done the deep work to figure out where that came from? I and mean, why it's I, in the this show? is just my theory: is it's a it's a remnant of all of those '90s cartoons because it's definitely in the cartoon. I think, first they wanted before. he wanted him to have pizza. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, okay. Every every cartoon in the '90s had our characters love a certain food item, Turtles and it was love always pizza. bad for you. It was always bad for you, but it's gotta be like a junk food thing. I think Street Trucks like ate like donuts or something. There's something like that where it's like we love this thing. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles already took pizza. Yeah, we gotta get something else. Chili dogs. Chili dogs. Yeah, because you when you eat them, you fart so much it propels you farther. <laughs> a, That's yeah, a, yeah. And it's it's a gross sex act that no one actually performs. Oh god, don't worry about that. Oh god, <laughs> don't, don't. that was actually the first time. Like I probably. Freshman year of high school saw an animated thing about what Sonic loving chili dogs, <laughs> and it was it was about a sex thing. I mean, <laughs> Joey, like... where were you hanging out in high school? God I, damn it! I had unfettered access to the internet when I was in high school. I I, I think the canon explanation is just that his uncle Chuck ran a chili dog stand, so therefore he loves. He has an uncle Chuck. I, I don't know if this is canon anymore. Okay. <laughs> but you like, introduced it as canon, then backed away uncle, real I mean, quick. I, I don't know, honestly, with the new uh, Sonic Forces stuff. I don't know. But like his uncle Chuck was another hedgehog who also maybe invented like uh, power rings. But he he had a chili dog stand, so probably like eating chili dogs brings it back to the innocence of his youth. It's the banana stand that you can always go back yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. There's always money in the chili dog stand. <laughs> chili dog There's always chaos emeralds in the chili dog stand. Where he's selling bootleg rings. <laughs> <laughs> like under the table for yeah. it. I would also like, real good. like to point out that they are all animals and chili is a lot of meat cow oh yeah no there's some weird logic what to hey man eat. we're animals i'll eat a cow <laughs> it, i don't follow it could be vegan chili you don't know they could still be dumbass cows they don't mean the cow i've never seen a cow character going real fast uh, that's true, that's true. Yeah. he only cares about something there, that goes fast. is there a cow sonic character i'm sure there is maybe with sanic <laughs> maybe <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to our our discussion on VR checks. I don't know what that is, but I want to know what Uganda. I'm so excited Knuckles. to share about my knowledge of Uganda Knuckles. So <laughs> let's just let's open with stuff you've been playing. I guess it doesn't necessarily need to be indie, because um, I've been playing Monster Hunter. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I the, knew that was coming. That's all I put down because I knew you would make fun of me as soon as I said the title. Um, just it, just in a, in a couple sentences because everyone knows what monster hunter is at this point mm -hmm. or they should why are you listening to this if you don't <laughs> yeah, seriously <laughs> what this indie game podcast about monster hunter <laughs> about monster hunter uh which has come up way more times than most indie games yep uh <laughs> what do you think of this game versus the last monster hunter and then versus something like horizon zero dawn oh so good okay so this monster hunter is the are you, wait, of, are you playing solo or are you playing with other solo. people? Solo. Okay. Have you played with other people? I have not. Okay. I think that's like I've half never, the fun, right? I've never I played thought, any yeah. of them like with another person. You go lone wolf, just <laughs> killing yeah. monsters. Well, by I yourself. got I got my Catman. Oh, cat oh yeah, little Catman. So which I that makes me not want to play that game. <laughs> his name is Catman in mine. <laughs> Catman. <laughs> cat is, is, is his name like a palico? A palico. That's really clever. Actually, really like that. And then you have there's Puss and Boots. You, they made him in a game. Yeah, but you can give him armor and shit too. Yeah. It's it's pretty dope. And then there's the Meowster Chef, who is the <laughs> like the camp's cook. <laughs> Wait, okay, is this like a world of cat people? I've never actually played any of the Monster Hunter games. Is it no, a world of cat people like, plus you? No, it's it's really weird. Like they're still cats, but they fight with you. Yeah, and can do jobs and talk sometimes. All right, so no. But there's also to. people. Last night raised a good point. If they're still real cats. 
they're not doing shit you want them to do. They're laying over. <laughs> well, they're throwing up in places you wish they didn't, and then they're just yeah. licking themselves for like 45 minutes. We're like, hey, go kill that monster. Well, Lick your crotch for 10 minutes. In that vein, you can't control them. But they still help you. Yeah. Okay. A cat would never help you. <laughs> yeah, do yeah. that's true. A um, cat just eats you while you're dying. <laughs> this This version is Monster Hunter for babies. In a good way or a bad way? Really? <laughs> no, it's oh. fine. Um, but they Whoa. they do yeah, they do hard. training wheel it a lot by comparison. But I don't think it's like for the worse. Um, there's one thing in it that I thought was kind of irritating, um, which is they added this thing called scout flies, which you can target or point on a map. Like I want to go to this thing, and it'll kind of breadcrumb you to it, which makes it on the surface seems makes it too simple. But you can use that in really clever ways that it just all it's doing is shortening down time. You just run around and aren't you don't know where you're going. That sounds better. Yeah. So it, like it's, they made a lot of improvements to it. They're still it's still pretty dense. But coming from playing, you know, 150 hours of the one that wasn't as forgiving. I, I was super bored at the beginning because they ease you into it. <laughs> Like, but you're also like a hardcore veteran, right? Well, I've I've only played one of them, and I and was on 3ds, but I think my final hour count was like 148 or something. So Jesus. I I banged my <laughs> I banged my head against it. And you wonder why we've talked about it a few times yeah. on the show. Yeah. I, it's a good turret game, but not anymore. Yeah. So. Do you miss having it on uh, mobile? I do. Yeah. You could theoretically bring it into the toilet with you still. <laughs> Just drag your TV. <laughs> yeah. I actually have my, my shame corner set up with my my monitor that in the plugs. Turlet? No, not in the oh. turlet. <laughs> Off to the side because like I don't want to take over the TV. Honestly, if I were to think of one person who would put a PS4 in the bathroom, I thought it would be you at this point. I, yeah, it's, there's, we do have shelves for it, but I don't know. And you definitely use like a Mad Cat's controller for your, to- your toilet <laughs> yeah. controller, right? Yeah, you yeah, use a nice like dual shock. Or those kind that like in. air condition your hands. Yes, yeah, you blow, it's, it just works <laughs> all clean. You put little like air freshener in it. Um, Is that really all your plan? No, it's not. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I And I also bought last night on sort of a weird impulse. Like, super weird impulse about that Dragon Ball Z fighter game. Yeah, that game's so tight. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I played one of those, like, what, one of the cell-shaded ones yeah. from, like, so, a couple so generations many options, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are apparently bad Wait, by comparison on. to but this. I, not all of them. I, yeah, which, I have no idea which one I played, Yeah, and it must have been five years ago. It was hit a soft spot. It was fun. This so is, I have to imagine if there's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Apparent like this one is kind of transcending that what it is. Yeah. Because people who like don't like I've never Just watched like fighter an episode. game people. Yeah. Like, like it. It's like a legit It's, it's like a legit well, game. I know there's like people in the fighting game community who are really shitting on it because of how easy it is to get into, which I think is interesting. Oh, does it do like two button combos and it's just instantly Every done? move yeah. is is a dragon or a fireball. Like if you just do like a, a five button like same medium like punch attack, you will do a sick looking combo where you'll end with a Kamehameha and you'd think you're a god. <laughs> yeah, that usually turns the hardcore people off like super hard because then it's like, uh, why even spend the time learning this? Babies well, can do Yeah, that. they're just not realizing that there's another level of like degree to like learning how to use your assists and 
actually be able to do extended combos with it. Like, if you just do, like, the easy combo, you'll do five or six hits. Yeah. You knock your character to the ground, and then you reset. Yeah. It just looks beautiful, it's so too. How, how much uh, charging up can you do? You can charge up. You, you don't need to. You can charge up. <laughs> and then, wait, after you finish a match, do they just replay the match that you just did, like, three times? I get what you're you saying. <laughs> no. I am at, uh, I'm downloading some DBZ uh, after to, this game. To watch? Like to watch. I've had conversations, yeah. honestly, if someone took DBZ... And cut out all the recaps. You, you, that's what I'm. You know, this, like, you know, this is a thing, right? It's it's this is a thing called Kai. It's a thing. Okay, that's right. That's yes. there's, I. That, that's what I, I'm downloading. Okay, that's. I'm actually excited to. I would be excited to watch. Okay, that. Yeah. yeah. You should just watch. Also, How long the, is it? An hour? <laughs> it's like <laughs> I think it's like sixty or eighty it's episodes. Na, it's ninety eight. Yeah. Which, but, considering but, that's like everything, Majin Buu and Cell Gate and everything, right? Like it's yeah. all of Dragon Ball. Yeah, Dragon Ball. It's all Dragon Ball Z in ninety eight episodes versus like two hundred and fifty or something. Also, in that vein, I want to see a Mr. Popo spinoff show. <laughs> no, Mr. Popo. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Mr. Popo is the, the blackface character that they changed to blue. Oh. They fixed him. They fixed him. They fixed him in quotations. Not in Japan, yeah. So yeah. Oh boy. I guess I couldn't technically save that for the couch multiplayer, but as this is the part where we bring up not indie games, I had to mention. Yeah. No, that yeah, no. One. It's it's a really it's the most polished fighting game I think in terms of like visuals. Really, yeah, it's super more cool. than uh, what was that really really hyped Marvel or DC game. Which one? Oh, Injustice, Injustice, Injustice 2 has the best character yeah. models I've ever seen. Like, yeah. just, I, it looks, no one looks really it, good. Gorgeous models. Yeah. This one looks like the cartoon. It looks, yeah. That's nice. And then it goes into 3D. Like, they're 3D models that look like the cartoon, but all of a sudden they go like... They have depth. And then, yeah. Like, different uh. Oh, there's so, there's so many weird polished things. So, like, you can, like, deflect a Kai Blast, and if you do it right, it'll go flying into the background of the level and de- destroy rocks behind you. That's cool. I like, love that background. Yeah, I don't know. Have you seen yet where there's, like, if based on whichever characters you have <laughs> fighting each other... They'll have st- custom things from the game, like from the show, that'll happen. Yeah, so like, I don't know what any of them so are. So if you're so. like Goku versus Frieza and you defeat Frieza with like a hyper attack, it'll show the ending of Frieza's death from the cartoon where like he tries to fire a disc at you and you disintegrate him. That's satisfying. There's like custom stuff where like if you beat uh, Nappa as Yamcha, it just cuts to like the shot of, Yap- of uh, Yamcha where he was dead and now it's just Nappa lying there. It's like playing with the fandom. Yeah, of- yeah. It's it, there's a ton of love to it. We'll for check, sure. yeah, we'll check it out. It's it's something like just on the surface, the look of it is it's it's pretty rad. <laughs> so have you played any indie games? <laughs> yes, um, and I'm I'm kind of I was struggling to figure out how I wanted to do this episode because I have like <laughs> three games that I've played in varying amounts that I feel deserve varying amounts of coverage, and yeah. they like they all don't need to be a marquee. Yeah, you know, um, I finished Celeste. You wow. finished it. Yes. Wow, that was quick. Um, I I did it sort of on a mission before this show How started. How long was the playthrough? Probably think? like five to six. That's oh, it. That's, that's it's pretty long. Yeah. That's, uh, but that's not a hundred percenting. There is a shitload of stuff, including a huge carrot they dangle in front of you after the credits. Hmm. And I've not decided if I wanted like a replay the game thing. Like, go back and S-rank shit so that okay. you can open up more stuff. Okay. Like, more levels? I Well, there's it's divided up into chapters, and then it's, like, kind of area-based. Uh, I don't know. It's it's really weird. Like, it's not a single screen, but it can scroll a little bit, but they, each chunk feels, like, defined. Like, oh, I just passed that part of this level. Yeah. Um, and, and just so people know, Celeste is the new Towerfall guy. Matt yeah. plays games. Matt, uh, Matt makes Boy. games. Matt yes. makes games. Was Meat barely Boy. advertised at all before. It just like, came out out of nowhere. Yeah. It's, well, it was actually a Pico 8 game. What does that mean? 
It was? Yeah. Holy crap. Pico 8 <laughs> is a fake fantasy console, or not fake, it's a fantasy console Okay. that you can buy Pico 8, and it's like a self-contained development system that what? people can make games for. I don't know about this. So people can... There's multiple ones. I mean, we've talked about them on the show because Joey fell down a deep hole of all these different <laughs> <laughs> systems, but... Yeah, Pico Eight's just one of like four or five different. Well, there was that vector one that they the same people make Voxatron, Voxatron, yeah, which right. is like a, a voxel based. But Pico Eight, I feel like, has been the one that's took off the most, especially since you can save out your games in a little PNG cartridge that people can download and load into the okay. game and play your game. Because like inside it, you can code, you can do art, you can do music, huh? And they're like little self-contained bite-sized things, and they're really great. And Celeste was originally made on Pico 8, and you can even unlock the Pico 8 game. Oh, I've seen that. That's like this. Okay, I've seen people it's play the that really part of the game. the really stripped-down looking yeah. ones where they're like tiny little dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can play the Pico 8 version in so the... So that's what that's that nice. is. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Um, but it's it's solid. It's tower fault controls without any combat. Um, Do they add to the world of tower fall? I, I don't think it like it Wait, looks it the same and, world. It looks and feels very similar, but I don't think they have anything to do They're with not? each other. Yeah, oh, because like, seems like a missed opportunity. I know, I agree, but it it's very satisfying, and the level of difficulty is just so like it's perfectly tuned to where like how did I just do that? I but watched one like, video. It must have been from like one of the later levels. Mm. And it, I like just watching it. I almost threw up <laughs> in, a, in in excitement. No, it was like this guy jumps and then zooms and then grabs a crystal, then zooms and falls under this thing, zooms, and it was like kept going. Yeah, and it was like if he falls once, this is done. And mm. it's just watching this without stopping once. Just the ballet of the guy moving through the level was so intense and so stressful that the the core mechanics are you can <clears throat> climb up walls with a limited amount of grip. That resets when you hit the ground. Okay. And while you're in the air, you can dash once. But then they start doing shit, like with Ari said, the crystals that will reset your dash before you land. And then it's just like slowly messing with only those two mechanics um, within the level that just makes it, you have to like kind of master what they want you to do. So like you'll have to clear this whole space in order to get to what is essentially like a checkpoint like the the chapters are divided up into 20 sub screens. Hmm. Um it was really good. They there was one thing and I didn't like it at first and then I started to really like it is the story that they put in. Mm-hmm. There's like a middle chapter where they just dump it on you. It's like this is what this like game is. Like a word dump or narrator. Yeah, like two characters talking. Okay. And they're just dumping it on you cuz the the whole dump conceit all over, is man. that this this girl wants to climb the mountain Celeste. Celeste yeah. is the mountain. She wants to climb up this mountain. There's well, like a little love story in there with that other dude, right? No, not it like how, that from the trailer. Not necessarily, but okay. he's he's there and he's just like becomes a friend or whatever, but then there's like a whole Just friends. I know that story, am I right? Um, <laughs> I you know I don't want to. You know when you try to climb a mountain with a girl that you're into, and she's like, "I just want to be friends." And you're already like, <laughs> and you live abandoned mountain. on the mountain, and no one will ever know about it. Yeah, <laughs> you say that a yeti got her. <laughs> Did you guys play this game? <laughs> um, but it's it it becomes a really personal story in a way that I wasn't expecting, and at first felt kind of ham-fisted. Hmm. But then, like the more it went, it started to feel more earnest in a very like. 
this is somebody making something that they've been trying to work through themselves. Hmm. And it's kind of cool, but just I think I would have liked it better going in knowing that was coming. Because I'm, like, going through all this super intense shit, and then all of a sudden I'm in, like, a dialogue tree talking about feelings, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> is there is there, like, a Jonathan Blow braid level to her? Is like, this is me working through That's my, my that personal That was where shit. my first thought was. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. All right. Um, but what I ended up doing, which is really funny, and it's not really spoiling anything, there's you have to talk about a bunch of shit, but there's an option on the bottom at all times that says... All right, I think I'm going to go to sleep. And then I clicked that the first time, and he's like, are you sure we have so much more to talk about? And I was like, okay. And then I talked a little bit more, and then I clicked the, the thing again. He's like, are you sure there's so much more to talk about? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> and then just like ended the whole conversation. That's very real, though. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really good, really solid, um, especially if you like the way Towerfall feels. It feels like that. Yeah, I mean, the, the movement mechanics of that game were so solid. So yeah. I could see them. Yeah, it makes sense. I just want more Towerfall. How, how do you think it re- ranks relative to like the End Is Nigh? It's since there's kind of similar pu- category. And is it as punishing as End Is Nigh? It it's probably not as punishing. Okay, and um, I think it feels more polished than the End Is Nigh does. If um, you're gonna just turn on a game because you want to play that one, are you gonna play that? Or Meat Boy, or End is Nigh, or... There's more replayability in Meat Boy. Yeah. But the cool thing that End is Nigh does that Celeste doesn't... <laughs> well, not, that's not even true, because there are hidden areas, but they're not hidden as much as the End is Nigh's are. They're more like, here's an optional path you can branch off to to get a strawberry, which is oh, like boy. the game's like super collectible. Okay. <laughs> but what do you use the strawberries for? <laughs> to make a pie at the end of the game. Oh, come on. Spoilers. Oh, come on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, those are like, Hey, there's five available in this area and you only got two. Okay. You know, that's the thing you would go back and replay and collect all of. Okay. Cause I need like a, I have a, I have a downloaded and ready to play. I just need a less punishing game than like Meat Boy at the end is nigh. Man, man, oh man! I watched like the amazing speedruns this last couple weeks of they did End is Nigh. And oh, they like, did. They did it. And I was so impressed. With it. I was like, oh my god, I could never play this. It just yeah. seems it's a I, younger man's game. Chad. It seems mean. <laughs> it seems real mean. It's very mean. Yeah, but I think I think uh, Celeste is easier than End is Nigh, but also probably just more enjoyable to play. Sure. Um, Maybe it has something to do with the fact that you're able to finish it. I don't but know. But does it have Rich Evans as one of the voices? It does not. Oh, okay. No. One, of the, one in the con. They con have con. kind of like rare voices. Like, oh. Like, you know, like that old, like, rare, rare. Wobble, 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 wobble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I like it. it. It was good. I'm glad I got it. And it. It was only like twenty bucks. Played on Switch. That was also why I was able to finish it so quick. Because so. it was on Switch. Yeah. Toilet, toilet game. Toilet game. Played it on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody else want to talk? Because I've been. Yeah, I got. I, I got one. Maybe you guys have already talked about this before. I think this counts as indie. Uh, I've been playing. Well, I, I finished uh, and I've restarted. Uh, Univers- logistical. God, no. I, no I was, I'll just share. You guys are probably talking about logistical on this podcast. Joey has. I had, Joey, I, not you guys. No, Joey has. Yeah, when I, when I, I saw Joey uh, a couple weeks ago at a party, I was like, Joey, what the fuck is logistical? Because <laughs> I saw totally him. Fair. I saw that he had bought whatever, like 200 expansion packs on Steam. Yeah. I was like, Let's be, I wonder what this is. And I just saw the most like 
autistic looking game I had ever seen. <laughs> That's I'm a ju- super good way to describe it. I'm just like, I was like, wait, it's just like trade routes? And I, it was, I just yep. could not process what it was. There's no polish to that interface at all, it seems like. It's actually gotten worse. So oh, <laughs> how, have they, how have they dialed it down? <laughs> this was a conversation in the last episode. Yeah. Sorry for re- re- repeating no, no, it. No, no, no. It's good. But there was just like a moment of like, it was like finding like my son's pornography on the computer as I went to see what you were playing. I was like, oh no, Joey, no, 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 no. And seeing everything you had down. I was, I was also intrigued, but I will never play logistical. I don't think. Oh, bummer. I, maybe. Listen, if it's like not 50 bucks or whatever it is for everything. Well, you don't need everything. Oh. Like, you'll probably never play th- enough of it to finish the first. Maybe if it's like 3 a.m. and you've been doing meth for 16 <laughs> hours straight and you need just something because you can't fall asleep anymore. Yeah. That seems like a good circumstance to yeah, load yeah. up logistical. I was just I was just so shocked and horrified when I saw what that was on the Steam. Uh, but uh, no, I did not play logistical. Uh, Universal Paper Clips has been like my... Oh, nice. Have you played that already? No, I, I, I installed it. Uh it's wait. You don't even, yeah. You don't even. If maybe it's an install version. You can just play it on the browser. By the way, too. Like, oh really? It is the most low tech uh, <laughs> game ever. Uh, I almost like don't want to spoil it, but it's one of those like cookie clicker type games. Mm-hmm. Um, that an go- idle game. An idle game that goes to like frog fractions type places. Really? Yeah. Um, there's some really cool people. I'm trying to remember like, all it, the developers who worked it on it. Is it Frog Fractions Three? No, it's not Frog Fractions Three. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, cause I remember it's like a guy named like uh, Lance that created it, but a bunch of I'm I'm totally blank. A bunch of developers that I really like, like all consulted on it. Uh. Um, Does this uh, mean they were all like getting high one day together and they were just like, "Hey, also do this." It feels like an art project a little <laughs> bit. Um, I don't know how much I want to spoil. You should definitely play it. It's just a browser game. It's definitely like one of the games where you don't play all in one row. You like you play it over the course of a week. And you let it run for a couple hours. You go to work and you come back and see what's happened. Really? Um, it's also a game you can lose. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's, it's very much starts like you're just making paper clips and you click on a <laughs> click on a button and you start buying wire to make more paper clips. Then you start doing automated processes to make paper clips. And then you're adjusting the price of how many paper clips in a minute you're selling. Very very simple stuff. Um, and it's like just black and white HTML font on a website. Hey, it's, Chad? Yes. This sounds like logistical. No, here, hold on. <laughs> here, just to help sell, because I understand people are like, I, I also like cookie clicker type games. I usually burn out after about 10 minutes. Yeah. It's like, I, I get that the usual joke is like, oh, it's cookies, but now there's a cookie portal. And like, I get it. I get what you're, you're just saying crazier things that make cookies. Yeah. Um, that's what I thought this was. Well, I, that's what I thought too. Uh, but I don't know if people just kept saying like, just keep trying it. Um. I'll, I'll throw like one more. So eventually, you're using the paper clips to create like a self sentient AI computer that is like <laughs> okay, that is like writing poetry for you, <laughs> um, and it's coming up with new creative ideas. And you're managing resources. The paper clips are still running. You're still seeing it build in the side, and you're realizing you're making millions of paper clips a minute. But now you're using those resources to like make a computer that creates either uh, processor power or like creativity. Does this go to Judgment Day? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, at one point you're starting to build paperclip drones. And oh, it's, no. And there's, like, drone combat. It's really... Oh, it just keeps neat. It just keeps spiraling out of control. But, yeah, you can actually... I don't know if other resource games like that have it, where you actually can mismanage your paperclips to the point where, like, you either use all the material in the galaxy wrong or, like, you rent, <laughs> you like you don't manage, have enough money to buy more paperclips, you could actually lose. Uh, and there's an actual strategy to it. Wow. Huh. I give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. Just let it run for a couple. I wonder how days. many I have right now. I haven't launched it in like two weeks. Oh, you've just been making paper clips. And that's been it. Yeah, I'm, I've not gotten past that part. 
Yeah, pretty quickly you'll like start having like processor power, and I think it'll ask you to like, build a computer. That's when it starts to get kind of fun. I got, I definitely got the thing where I could put it into creativity. Yes, I have nineteen thousand three hundred clips. Oh yeah, that's 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 nothing. That's nothing. It's child's I play. got three processor and three it's, memory. It started to get into the numbers of paper clips with numbers where I didn't know if they were real numbers, uh. like <laughs> like like gigaflops of paper clips. Like I don't think that's a real number for like googlies. I'm like, I guess that's a thing. Yeah. I have twenty six auto clippers. So they've just been trying. Oh yeah, dude, you got to you got to step it up. Yeah, it's very it's very. They're sixty simple. bucks a piece. What? Okay, yeah, you could you listen. You can make you can min max your. I'll I'll give you some insight after the podcast. I only have four hundred dollars. You need a paperclip <laughs> life coach, Joey. But it also has like some comment, like without being eye rolly, like commentary on just like what am I even doing? What do like resource? Like what's what's the point of like accumulating all this wealth and stuff for? To make more paper clips, like what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, yep. It's it's very cool. So it's a game that makes fun of you for playing it. It it, it never insults you. It just kind of makes you like interpret. It makes lets you make that connection yourself without being very preachy. It's uh, I, I enjoyed it. I yeah, I downloaded it and like you, I was like ten minutes in. I'm like, uh, I'm cool. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Okay. It reminds me of my friend who described his job in the saddest way I've ever heard possible, where he said, "It's like a pie eating contest." Where if you win, all you win is more pie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is profoundly sad. You need to change your life. <laughs> uh, he didn't. No. He still has lots of pie. <laughs> he's still breaking uh, in that pie. Yeah, I've been, I've been playing that. I don't know if it counts as an indie game, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. I don't know. Uh, is that, well, how jump scary is it? It's, it is until you get used to the game. Like, There's been times I lose my absolute shit. You guys know Dead by Daylight? Like, yeah. The, it's it's the funny thing. I was just gonna. I won't take too long on it. The, the weird part is the game for the first couple hours very jump scary because you're either playing a survivor, four survivors versus one killer. Uh, survivors trying to repair generators to escape. The killer's just looking for you, trying to put you on a hook to sacrifice to a giant spider god. That's uh, a good reason though. Good reason, right? Yeah, yeah. Feed for, feed some to the spider god. Uh, but like once you get used to the game, somehow the survivors are now the stronger character in it. Like oh, weird. The meta of the game over a year and a half, I'm playing this now late, like, the, the community is very small but dedicated. The survivors are, like, the stronger character, where they've learned all these tricks to, like, do parkour and shit, and, like, <laughs> I've had... Oh, so you can't, like, get into it anymore. Well, no, you can't, yeah, it's just, it's just, there's a higher level skill level. If you play against really good survivors, they will abuse the fuck out of you. Like, mm-hmm. I've had games where I didn't know what I was doing as a killer, right? You have, like, cool mechanics, like, you either put down bear traps, or you can... I don't know, throw hatchets at them, or you'd be Michael Myers. And uh, their survivors will take, like, flashlights that blind you, and they'll just run around you out of reach and just, like, sh- and shine lights in your eyes and, like, teabag you. And, like, this is mean. <laughs> and I, I had a moment as a killer where I'm supposed to, they're supposed to be running for me where I ran away from them. <laughs> uh, but it's a, really, it's a really interesting, like, the game is a different game now. They need to change that. They well, need yeah. to rebalance it's, that. It's interesting from a development standpoint if you like get into it of over the year over the last year and a half or two, they've added new killers and perks and stuff you equip your characters to like balance that as opposed to just changing the nature of the game. I would think they should have like different modes. Like there's classic mode yes. you can play or there's totally. like buffed up killer mode. I thought that exact same thing. Yeah, because you, you unlock very strong abilities for both survivors and killers as you play it. Mm-hmm. And it changes uh, drastically the nature of each game. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's interesting for sure. It's it's, it's the survivor. What, yeah, it's what Friday the Thirteenth game should have been. Yeah, from what I can tell, a lot of games yeah. should have been. <laughs> yeah, from Friday the Thirteenth. I haven't played Friday the Thirteenth, but it looks very broken and looks like also survivors just kind of bullied Freddy or Freddy or Jason. Yeah, yeah, Jason. Stop hitting yourself, Jason. Stop <laughs> See, hitting like, yourself. There's a lot of that. 
it's it's very fun. I'm enjoying a lot of like asymmetrical type games. Yeah, that's always a really cool thing. Did you play any Evolve? Uh, I played Evolve when it first came out. I had one good game with it. Yeah. And I, I had a couple. I love the, the idea of it. Was I love the idea of Evolve. Yeah, there was one, and this, so this is like the strength of Dead by Daylight. Like the best part of the game will be a survivor being chased, and like you just juke around a corner for a line of sight for a half a second and hide behind a tree and watch as he stalks by you. It's the most like, yeah, this is just like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I'm hiding carrying a bush as he's looking for me. It's really cool. There's one time in Evolve where that happened as a monster where like I hid above them. The hunters look, and I felt so cool. Yeah. <laughs> most time that never happened in Evolve. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's free to play now, by the way. Like it's just a game. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which was a real bummer. Yeah, I, I still want to like I want to check it out now and just see what it is. <laughs> if there's even enough people to play, you just buy gems until your monster throws up. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I I also been playing a lot of um, uh, depth, which has about like 50 active players on it all the time. I don't even know what that is. Two v four shark game. It's got the jankiest UI I've ever seen. Okay. It looks like Hydro Thunder, the game, as an interface. Remember that I old arcade Hydro game? Hydro Thunder. It looks like if you took that, but then made it about a shark horror game, that's their entire interface with, like, waves everywhere. <laughs> but two people play as sharks, four people play as divers, and are trying to, like, harvest gold out of the ground. But, Chad, is it Jawsome? It is great to play a shark. The survivors are mostly just screaming in darkness as a shark comes shooting out of <laughs> like a missile at you. Yeah, sharks don't have necks, man. They can't look back. Yeah, they can't. They can't. You're either a shark or a sheep. Uh, you got to pick. But there's about 50 people playing, so you just kind of play against <laughs> the same people over and over again. So you're making friends. Making friends, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who have been playing it for two years and are so good. Hey, Bong depth. Smoke 45, 69. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. That's good that they're still willing to keep the servers running for 50 <laughs> people. Like, good on that. <laughs> yeah. That's always, that brings it's a little a, joy a to my heart. Windows 95 machine in someone's closet. <laughs> As opposed to like, hey man, just... they don't have to do it. Yeah. So good. Do you see that like Paragon closed and yeah. they like refunded everything? I wonder how they could even do that. Because people had to get paid while they were working on it. I, I, I wonder if they're just hoping people will be like, I don't feel like going through the website to click on it. <laughs> yeah, the laziness. Yeah. You know, honestly, that's not a bad move. The, the, like the rebate version of a refund. We're like, I don't, I'm not going to mail this Especially, in. Yeah, if they made you actually mail something, oh, they, they would keep yeah, all the good. money. They're totally good. Yeah. So That's crazy how quick that went away. I know. I haven't played any more um, Fortnite since the... Since Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Oh, since they added Battle Royale, PUBG. yeah. I was just like, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> you wanted to shoot zombies. I wanted to build a fort and get cool cards. I don't want I don't want that. Because you already had PUBG. I already had PUBG. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want knockoff PUBG. Well, I, I like the idea of a PUBG with like an interesting art style. That was the reason why I even tried it. Yeah, I tried one match. I'm like, I don't like it. I got absolutely murdered in the first 30 seconds. I had no idea. I was like trying to build stairs. I was like, why am I building stairs in a battlefield? It just didn't it just didn't click for me at all. Yeah. Well apparently like it gets cool when you're it's really small and then you kind of actually have time to make a fortress. Yeah, you're making walls to fight around and stuff. But fuck that. I'll play Fortnite. Yeah. I'll play like the real version. I'm just waiting for about a year from now. There's going to be about every major publisher has a Battle of oh, yeah. type game. <laughs> they are coming. VR Madden ones. 2019. Nope. Seriously. Oh, my God. I'd be so into that. 100 football players all trying to get to the goal. And <laughs> <laughs> with guns. This is also the plot of XFL. <laughs> I've never seen an up the gut played quite like this. A Hail Mary straight to his face. Uh, Are you been playing anything that you want to talk about before the rest of the show? Yeah, I've been playing a lot. Of, I mean, we haven't recorded in a while, so I'll try to keep it brief. But 
I I'd be remiss if I didn't explain why you haven't seen me on Switch in a while. Is because I turned it on airplane mode, so you wouldn't see what I'm. Are you trying to like hide You're your playing shame? Stardew Valley, aren't you, Ari? It's Stardew again. <laughs> You're so ashamed you hid yourself. <laughs> no, I mean to be to be fair to myself, it started on a plane. Uh-huh. Where I legitimately turned on airplane mode. Sure. And then when I landed back, I was like, you know what? I don't need to turn that off. <laughs> but to be fair, you started on airplane because you also didn't want anyone to know. I'm safe in the air. <laughs> I was really 30,000 feet up. No how many hours me. in? I don't want to talk about Just it. But I'm, many... but I'm done. But I'm done. You your... finished it? I finished as much as I'm going to finish it. How many times have you played this before? Is this like the first time you played it? Or no, is no, no. Like, yeah. I played Stardew on the PC. Yes, yeah, I And then I, I, I got... Maybe like a few hours in, and I really liked it, but something else distracted me. Sure, and it sucked me out just enough that I didn't ha- like feel the need to c- keep going. But once it came out on Switch, I was like, "I'm not going to buy this." And then Joey <laughs> bought it and was like, "Ari, you love that game, just buy it." <laughs> and I was like, "Nah." And then I was sitting on my Switch looking through all the indie games and I wanting yeah. to buy something, and I was like. You know, Stardew's on sale for twelve bucks now. <laughs> I might as well just get it to have it. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. You never and know. And then it was on, and now I've got I've done everything in that game. Over a hundred? No, I mean almost a hundred. I don't. I, it doesn't. Or if it does keep track, I it haven't does keep track. It's I, system I level. But yeah, it takes a little while. Yeah. Then I haven't looked at it because uh, <laughs> I don't need to know that. Okay. But I have a wife, and I have a dope ass farm called who'd, Dope Farm. Who'd you marry? I thought you were talking about real life. I'm like, yes, I know her. Yeah. I married Leia. I married Leia. She's yeah. the artistic one. Yeah. And she was the one who really appreciated the garbage gifts I gave her. <laughs> yeah, except I love for you, Leia was real dumb in terms of like her thing to help out is like to water the plants. So I'll have moments where No, she feeds the animals too. Oh, mine Leia's is... lazy. She's never fed the animals. Yeah, well, but she, does she put out? The problem with her feeding the animals <laughs> is all my fucking coops yeah. are, have auto feeders. Yeah, same. No. So she did nothing no, and then uh, yeah. took credit I'll for it. I'll have mornings while I come outside. She's like, morning, honey, I water the plants and I'll see my sprinklers watering the plants. Like, do you think I'm an idiot? Yeah. Like, do you, I, I, I know what's going on. Oh, I fell. I fell again. But also, I, I don't do your goddamn art that looks like trash. I, I think there's like stories to that game you get to add that makes sense really strong with, with Leia where uh, I knew that she liked salads. So like I won her heart by hiding outside her house with salads. I also hid outside her house. Yeah, and I was like, like, waiting for her to leave in the morning. I was like, in real life, this is very bad. I would I would follow her to see where she was going during the day. Yeah, yeah. So that I could later get to her if I needed to. You guys. Joey, you don't judge, man. Joey is She's love. my wife now. I guess it all works out. Is she your she wife because you caught her and put her in your house? Yeah. Yeah, don't she also she that. also makes really bad wooden sculptures. And she's like, I'm going to sell them. Like, they're not going to sell. I'll be honest. They're not going to sell. <laughs> Uh, did you punch her ex-boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, her ex-husband. It's like her ex-boyfriend shows up and seems like they're maybe married or something. It reminded me of the end of Waterboy, where his dad shows up and like, Really? Bobby, I'm back. We're going to do the foosball. <laughs> yeah. It basically, I think. No, there's there's some weird reaction to that where I did one thing and Leia hated it, whereas like he was being really abusive and I punched her and like Leia punched him and Leia's like, I really wish you hadn't done that. Yes. She wants you to take the punch. No, no, no. I let her punch him. And then oh, she is that what you're supposed yeah, to do? Okay. she was cool with it. All right, whatever. Um, whatever double standards, Leia. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know about the alternate Leia universe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I've, I've got all the 
maxed out weapons. I've maxed out all the, you know, all the, it's, I'm good on that. <laughs> I hit the point where I realized it really is a survival game at a certain point. Yeah. Like you run out of goals and then I don't like You don't want to just keep going. I don't want to just keep, because. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I was not the Minecraft player to do that. I don't love survival games. I need some kind of goal and focus. And I, once I ran out of those, I was just like, I can finally stop. Well, it's, I want to know how long that takes. I'm curious. Yeah, I still never. Been I able have to my finish. switch in my car. We can pull uh, sure. it out and get. It. I've Did heard you finish I, the community center or whatever. Like, yeah. That? Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Oh come on. I think oh, it's yeah. like at least forty <laughs> to do like main story. It would have like, to. It would have to be. I don't yeah. know. I have it in my car. We'll pull it out. Okay. Later. Well, I guarantee it's not as bad as my Isaac time. So don't worry about no, it. No, 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 no. It's definitely not. It's just it's this game's not Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fair. I started playing. I'll 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 talk about just a couple because we have uh, gone so long. I have a lot of stuff, but um, one game that was freaking awesome that I thought about as a marquee, but I don't think there's enough. And I, I, well, I it, there is, but it's anyways. I've been playing Kingsway, which is the oh, Adult yeah. Swim game that I was yeah. talking about before. I've been playing not not marquee worthy. You know, I don't know. But it is really, really cool. It is. But I don't know that it's, I would say, it's it's got some aspects to it that are cooler than they are super fun. Right. But to that, that being said, like, I've already put in hours, and I'm going to play it more, and I really enjoy it. And the thing that's so cool, it's, it's, it's if for those who don't know, it's, yeah. it's a fake browser that looks like Windows 95, like Pony Island style, except it does something so cool and so different than any of those other fake browser games in that it doesn't just try to replicate like you're in somebody else's computer. It uses the different windows and boxes to replicate aspects of an RPG and add elements of gameplay just by using them. So it's not trying to create an authentic experience of using mm-hmm. somebody else's computer. It uses the different aspects of a browser to create different mechanics for gameplay. So like, for example, when you're fighting, a box pops up and uh, there's loading bars and the loading bars determine when your hit's going to hit or when they're going to hit you. Mm-hmm. So you ha- can get different things to speed it up or to slow down the other guys and um you can time out your defensive moves and your attack moves and it's you know traditional D&D style RPG where you're a guy, you know, getting uh various weapons and increasing stats and choosing skills and you can be all kinds of different uh, classes and it's just really really neat. Does the actual interface? Sorry, I didn't cut you off. But like, does the actual interface, the nature of the game, work into the story at all? Like, are you like we're in the computer, like reboot or something? No, or, okay. it's not. And it's not. And other games like that's more Pony Islandish. Like this game doesn't use the meta aspect of it at all. Okay, it it does use things like when you get messages, you know, letters from the king or something like that. It'll pop up in like. Uh, almost like a fake email sure. interface. Sure, sure, But it, it's it's not that game. But honestly, I start playing it and I lose almost track of that I'm in a fake browser and it just sure. feels like a different mechanic, which is super neat, but it still has... Like, one of the great things, it's uh, it's got an aspect where once you die, you die, you know? And then uh, you start over, but you can collect gems during the game that you can then buy to unlock permanent things that will change the game. Hmm. Like every time now, you'll start out with ten plus health or something hmm. like okay. that. So the more you play, the it, almost like a rogue legacy where you can um, make it easier. One of the things that they do is you can buy 
shortcuts, <laughs> keyboard shortcuts. Cool. Oh, cool. Which <laughs> is such a neat thing that, like, then when you're shifting through, like, I just bought that I can hit tab and move through different windows quickly. Like, that changes the game then and is another. So it's like part Twitch game, part RPG, mm-hmm. and part this, like, weird interface. And it's uh, the music. It's got a music player in there, so you can turn it on or off. Great. All the music is Landon. Yeah, the uh, duck game. Duck game. Because the guy, oh, who, duck, yeah. the guy who made this is the guy who made uh, Super Puzzle Platform. Puzzle Platformer Deluxe, mm-hmm. um, which Landon also did the music for that too, and it's awesome music. Yeah, um, both. I really like Super Puzzle Platformer too. Yeah, which is why I was like super interested in this one. The main <laughs> reason I haven't played it is because. It's really tough to just sit in front of my computer with my setup. Yeah, I mean, luckily, uh, <laughs> this is just a mouse game. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you get the get once, once you get the shortcuts, let's but get until the pro then, until that point, you can just mouse it and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Honestly, part of the reason that I would say it's it's not a marquee also is that I think I would be totally satisfied playing this on a phone too but the phone would then kill the whole purpose of it right because mm. it has to be tough to click sometimes or yeah and it's it's trying to mimic the interface of a computer so you yeah, feel yeah. like you're on a windows 95 so it's like kind of kills a lot of the you know the the pleasure and the you know of the tactile what it is yeah so is there ever like a boss that shows up and it's like desktop stripper and you have to fight desktop stripper? <laughs> it's an fmv yeah yeah <laughs> No, but the bosses get so hard because they'll have minions that pop up in other boxes at the same time. So then you're negotiating through like different boxes where you're trying cool. to do, uh, you know, negotiate your strategy of fighting. It's it's a really really neat game. It definitely goes further with it than I was expecting. Like it's not just window dressing. Like it uses like you were saying uses the yeah the the medium in a neat way not just a gimmick yeah <laughs> i've been playing and i'll bring it up in my 20 minutes or less another fake <laughs> oh, okay uh uh desktop game that doesn't as successful <laughs> okay well i actually bought one i hope it's not the same <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to 20 minutes or less now um yeah sure uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i guess i one one other quick shout out um because i've been playing it just recently and i think it's really neat too is that uh, game that you actually told me about, and then I bought it. Fidel? Fidel. Fidel Dungeon Rescue. Fidel Dungeon is neat. It's super that neat. That is a neat game. Have you seen this, Chad? No, I'm not familiar. It's a roguelike where you're a dog. Oh, God, I'm so on board already. And it's, it's a, a dog-like. It's a, it's a dog-like, and it's a puzzle game, more than it is a roguelike, kind of, because okay. he's got a leash, and he goes through <laughs> a grid-based... Sure. Uh, like you see, like a ten by ten grid, yeah. and that's the board. And you go through, but you can't go where your leash already exists. It's like snake. It's like snake. Yeah, but the leash doesn't move. Like that's it doesn't. Great. It sticks there. So you have to plan out how you go through this oh, map. And the, the bad guys don't move. So you kind of plan it out. And you also collect like money, and you level up, and all that. And it's got permadeath, and you know, it's uh, it's I think really procedurally fun. It's generated. Idea. It's really really fun. Uh. I th- I looked at what that guy also has. What other games? It's um Daniel Ben Mergul. Mm-hmm. Fun name. Yeah, he um he's working on a really neat sounding game called Storyteller, which I feel is the holy grail that so many people have failed at. Oh, which is like a storytelling, uh, you know, choose your own adventure type uh, platformer. Mm-hmm. So that that's not coming. That's not coming out till sometime this year. 
but uh, he made another game that's called Ernesto. Okay. That looks the exact same. <laughs> like or like Fidel. Like Fidel. It's oh. instead of a dog, you're uh, a wizard. <laughs> okay. And it's described as a puzzle adventure where you can't step on your own path, oh. and you just create hmm. like a a big flame path behind you. But it looks very very similar. Interesting. That's also uh, says a release date on his website is 2017, but I don't think that it came is out. It is 2017. I think yeah. he worked on Fidel instead, which is cool. That's yeah. Fidel Dungeon Rescue. Fidel Dungeon Rescue. That's yeah. very cool. It's a pet puzzle crawler. Oh, that's a fun. T- that, just, yeah. that just makes me happy. And he looks cool. That. He looks really neat. Yeah. The art is really cool. Yeah. I li- I like it a lot. I I've been meaning to go back to it again. It like melds my loves of like puzzle games and dog likes, <laughs> <laughs> which is something I now found out I love. <laughs> yeah, it's neat. So I just I wanted to mention that. Twenty minutes or less. Uh, twenty minutes or less. I have one. No one I think will write in and contest. Okay. Well, I just quickly, Chad. Twenty minutes or less yes. are not necessarily bad games. Right. They're just games we don't connect with. Yes. For various reasons and. You know, sure, sure. That's it. So I bought this one fully expecting it to be a twenty minutes or less. Okay, and it was. And it, okay, and mm-hmm. I needed to see it though. Okay, um, this is called Hatred. Oh, you finally played Hatred. I yeah. finally played Hatred, which is that game that was um, an AO, um, like adult only rated top down shooter about a guy going just on a mass gun spree. Yeah, like just shooting innocents. Is it Twin Sticks? It's Twin Sticks. Okay, top down. The the shame of it is there's a lot of really awesome looking stuff in there. Yeah. Like that the world that they set up and the the art style and stuff is pretty fucking cool. Like if a new neon chrome game came out that looked like that, it would be fucking rad. But yeah. It turns just... out shooting a bunch of people that are just trying to run away from so you. So nobody there's no threat, there's no their stakes. cops will show up uh, and SWAT people. So it's like but, uh top down like post, I feel like it's trying to go for like a postal it's vibe postal. a little bit, but like a darker, grittier, stupider version of it. <laughs> yeah, like postal meets the darkness or something. Yeah, that should be on the box. <laughs> yeah, darker, grittier, stupid. Um, the whole thing is like, I just want to burn the world down, and I always wanted to die violently. It's time to go or get it done and whatever, kill so everybody. It's falling down the game. But more violent. I haven't seen Falling Down. You haven't seen it? No, oh, yeah. you'd love it. I've seen, yeah. I've seen scenes from Falling Down. Yeah. You haven't seen the whole thing? No, I, I feel like it's... I, I think it holds up. It's yeah. fun. I mean, if you've ever been in traffic in L.A., it holds up. And then you just start shooting people? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like Hatred, from what I've... I haven't played it, but I, was, I actually looked up last week because I was curious whatever happened to it. It feels like a game that you could have shown to... Uh, like politicians in the '90s when they were trying to outlaw games in Mortal see? Kombat, and they'd be like, see? "See," and that would actually have like, gotten video games banned then, like that yeah. point in time. But here's why it's good for video games. <laughs> okay, it's because it sucks. It's the <laughs> game that they always thought that they would make, and that would like hurt everybody, and it's just not fun to play. Are you sure it hasn't trained you to be a sleeper killer? I already am. Okay, no worries. <laughs> well, <laughs> NBD, bro. <laughs> you want a massage? I'm gonna kill some people. Yeah, it's it, it it's like okay, not to reduce the horrible subject matter of which they're trying to button press. Yeah. It's basically a weird Pac-Man. <laughs> no, I see that. Yeah. Cuz you have to get <laughs> these things that are running away from you. If pellets were babies. If pellets were people. <laughs> which is the title of some memoirs. <laughs> pellets are people. Um 
it's uh you you shoot enough innocents to make cops come and that's where like the game is at which point it's like an okay game and it looks really neat and it's like pretty gory and the sets are well designed but you kill them and it just makes more of the same type come so it almost just feels like yeah. a wave survival thing with this super um uh what's the word like misguided attempt at doing something controversial yeah You're like it's it's like tri- it's like the definition of try hard yes yeah. yeah it feels so lazy well, yeah I, mean, I was curious i guess you played 20 minutes and you stopped i was wondering only because i saw on the steam page they were now using the postal type comparison which i never really got into postal but at least it was like you're using uh, beavers as chainsaw. Like, I felt like it's kind of like the wacky version of like being Post Obo's more wacky. This yeah, is, I was yeah. like, I wondered at some point if you were going to like finish Hatred in the end and like you're going to realize it was all satire or something, but it seems like it's genuine. It was all a dream. Or, yeah, or I don't know. It was like making, like attacking you for playing the game or something. But no, it seems like it's just a genuine, is this fucking edgy, right? Yeah, it's genuine. This is That's fucking so edgy. It's so bizarre from a, develop, like a design choice. I, yeah, and like I said, the people that make this are clearly talented. Like the yeah, it all feels fine and looks great and is like a decent controlling thing. And it was just like you could tell they're just like we just don't have they something could, to make this stand out. I feel like they could make that an interesting, fun game by changing it just slightly by making it like you're an invader onto a planet. Of yeah, aliens. like well, you're was the that, was alien, that alien game from the PS2 Xbox. Right, you know, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. then it's like a commentary on like. Attacking people you don't understand or you don't have it's a all humans to, must die. All not, humans must is that was called yeah the alien game. Yeah, that was that, totally like, what that was. Yeah, things that are different from you have the same moral worth, but this is just not that. Yeah, they didn't so need to go that far. It's super weird. It was three bucks, which you know they I think they came out charging twenty, and now like the quote they call stable price mm-hmm. is like seven dollars, and then was on sale from that. So it's kind of interesting to see like how hard that backfired on yeah. like this idea. But like I said, the tech is there. The game is just not what, fun. What else have they made? Because it, like, it was like a vaguely European studio, yeah, right? Like I'll, I, I'll look it up while Ari's talking. I'll see if I can. Yeah, find I'm just out. curious. Like, what else in their pedigree made them think that this was <laughs> they could pull this off? Well, yeah, yeah and not that like you can't do anything controversial. It just seems like such a strange take. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I I needed to see it though. Just for three bucks to see something trying that hard to be everything oh, that this, people are. This will segue so perfect okay. in the right. 20 minutes or less that I have. Let's sure. do it. Next. <laughs> Is, Joey, I, I had to to uh, pull it up for you. Okay. I played Feminazi the Triggering. <laughs> <laughs> what, did the, what the hell is that game? Holy Is that a crap. real thing? It is real, man. Oh, no. It is real. It was kickstarted. Uh, enough people, 67 it. people pledged 415 pounds which what? doesn't seem like a lot no that's like that's like real money though yeah that's <laughs> like 600 bucks or something <laughs> yeah feminazi the triggering uh colon the triggering yes colon the triggering the game is uh, an adventure game where your goal is to stop straight evil white males from oppressing women and minorities oh god damn it it's so so and maybe i'm just a triggered libtard I yeah. I fully accept yeah, that. Yeah, you just triggered you cook. He, I'm totally a triggered triggered cook. <laughs> I'm a triggered cook. <laughs> but it was like it, it was so shoddy and so shitty, and there was so one note. Like I will say, 
I opened it with an open mind because I thought maybe this is like a satire done right. Yeah. Where it's not just sure, like, I hate feminists and I hate women and I'm going to make fun of these SJW cucks. And then, it, no, it was that. What's SJW? Uh, social justice warriors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know those snowflakes? Yeah, all those cucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bummer that that word is so stupid because it's such a fun word it's to say. It's such a harsh yeah. sounding word that's sounding super word. stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's such a stupid thing. But it, uh, it has, <laughs> I will say the best part of the game, it's got a character creator, which you can choose your gender. And okay. this is where I like. Oh. I had a little bit of hope because yeah. it also has a gender creator that you can make. Yeah. So it has like male. Uh, it has like cis male, cis female, helicopter, <laughs> pansexual. Yeah. Like it, but it it goes so far that there's one that's just like toaster. Sure. Yeah. And there's like elephant and like because that's the argument against it, right? There's yeah. like thirty or forty mm-hmm. different genders. Um, and they make a different sign for each one. So <laughs> I was like, okay, this is it's, fine. It's funny. But then you get in the game, and it's just a fucking nightmare, mm. like of shitty graphics and simplistic gameplay. Where like, there's things where all you can do is you either like, um, you tell immigrant people that they're real nice and welcome them. You yeah. tell straight males that they're evil, or you like <laughs> do one other stupid thing, uh. and you're just moving around a map, and you have to keep your tolerance level high, but you also have to keep you're like triggering level high, and there's you'd not figure you'd much... want that low. You want you don't want to be triggered. You right? want to trigger the males. So the, okay, uh... this, is, this is a game made by people who hate the left, right? Who are making like a straw man type game to be like this is their argument to poke fun at. Like right, that's the that's the angle of it. The, yes. Uh, why we're making the game on their uh, Kickstarter page? Okay. Uh, the game does intend to point out to some extremely weird and pointless actions that members of third wave feminism are mm-hmm. taking. Now, I don't know what that means, to be it's honest. It's like ska. <laughs> yeah. There's more horns. It's, like it's, ska, yeah. but it's less on the ones and twos. I have a feeling right, yeah. that it's a it's a fabricated character just to demonize women who don't want to be like sexually harassed or raped or whatever. Yeah. Prudes. Um, <laughs> I know. But it, like you can tell these people are really trying to be like, we're not bad guys. You know, it's like Proud Boy type yeah. bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like telling people we hate them. We just don't want them in our cities. We're just or, speaking like, our minds. Yeah, yeah, we're just, you know, making, telling truth to power. But it's really just fucking disgusting, like fedora wearing oh, uh, gentle sirs. I, 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 I would love to see the developers of that for <laughs> sure. Uh, it I was, bet they're handsome. This was a hard. <laughs> I bet they're handsome and they fuck who they want. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. A hard twenty minutes or less because it like the gameplay is also just like unplayable. Nice. So it's not just like a shitty. It's not well made. It's not well made. It, it felt like a game jam now, that never got past. Maybe that. if you took the uh, intent of feminazi with with the gameplay and polish. Oh, that's not even. That looks like MS Paint. It looks uh, yeah. Uh, with like the polish of hatred, you'd have a real. You'd have a real stew going. <laughs> yeah. Those are that this is why the segue is so good because I feel like it was two just completely terrible, misguided ideas. Yeah. That just don't pay off in fun game. Well, yeah, this is at least they're giving us ammo for the counter argument now of when the violence video games comes back. And be like, no, these games are terrible. Can you, can you imagine if those like that ambulance chaser lawyer like Jack Thompson ever him from like the early two thousands? <laughs> like if these games came out now, it would just he would be like salivating, like, yeah. oh my god, I can so use this. It, it, I think the difference now is there's so many 
tens of thousands of games that yeah. no one will see this game or care about it. Yeah, it's also if it's made by like two people, it doesn't really count as like this is a voice of the industry. Um, they, they, it looks like there's five people five that people, won't sorry, give their to, four people yeah. that won't give their last names. What's the cost of it? Uh, it was cheap. <laughs> I don't remember. I know you got it on a sale. I bought it on sale for like a, a buck, but I don't know what they're actually trying to charge for. I don't it. know what the actual give is. I can look it up, or ask is. I can look it up. Um, and I mean, this is really a shame on me, circumstance, for, <laughs> for paying money for this. You bought it knowing it was going to be a 20 minutes. I knew it was likely to be. I thought it might if at least be like mind, right? so bad yeah. that it would be kind of funny. Yeah, you know? sure. And it wasn't that. Uh, it's 99 cents normal, so okay. I probably paid like 15 cents. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Okay. It's in a bundle called the Edgy Bundle. Ooh. Wait, so, but does that mean they're like trying? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. With What's a game in... called The Housewife. Okay. Oh, which, boy. oh, God. And there's another one called Hatred. Midnight Carnival. Hmm. Well, that sounds fun. I like carnivals. The reviews are mostly negative. Oh, okay. For Midnight Carnival? It's probably about like minorities taking oh. jobs or something at a carnival. That'll be like what it's about. It's a uh, dating sim looking. Japan. Huh. Like Japanese anime character, you know. Uh, huh. Picking. Visual no- a visual novel. Okay. But it looks like you're actually picking choices. Maybe like you like kill a stuff. carny or something. And that's it's like an early access, yeah. so let's not judge too early. Yeah, no, let's give it a shot. Chad, do you have any? That, yeah, that, that, you... that, that anime one actually kind of segues over into. Uh, this, I mean, according to Steam, it was point seven hours I played, so I guess that's under twenty minutes or <laughs> <Sure>. sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, I uh, actually had hope for this one too. I tried uh, Hyper Universe, which is a free to play uh, like MOBA two D brawler in the vein of like Awesome Nuts, mm. oh, okay. which Awesome Nuts I always liked the style of. I just yeah, never... kind of cartoony. Yeah, I could just never get into Awesome Nuts because of the controls. Always felt kind of uh... it was hard for me to do like targeting on a on a on a console like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the gameplay never really clicked, but I liked the idea. So Hyper Universe is uh, a studio made by a developer called like Sea Wave Soft and, and published by Nexon. So it's very like an Asian developer, uh, and it's like the more uh, realistic anime version of awesome knots like where it's a lot more realistic it it's looks still like kind of tower defensey moba oh yeah but it's tower defensey uh a lot more straightforward there's like 10 more level imagine awesome knots um you know flat arena with like 10 more levels there's a lot more like going up ladders and that sort of thing uh and everything looks more in that kind of like marvel versus capcom vein of cartoon realism uh it had a little bit of controversy i already wanted to play it just because i want another game like awesome knots to hit for me uh, it's very like there's a superhero girl and there's a uh, guy with big guns on his back or whatever, just like generic. Burp, burp, burp. Yeah, whatever. Different, different type of character type. It's like a hero shooter where just everyone's everything, right? Um, it got a little bit of like heat in the community because their fans were pissed that uh, they had like censored the boobs in the Western <laughs> release. Like you can look up the art; it's it's so minimal, but it's very clearly like anime, like boob girls. Like there's a girl with a big can on her back and she just got like. <laughs> cleavage hanging out to to everywhere and in the western version they like painted a little bit more of a bra on her boobs and they're like god damn it you're ruining the art for this game and if you go in the community for it it's like all these dudes going like i figured out how to hack the game and get you the better boob pictures <laughs> uh while the game itself is like it's pretty boring um it's easier to play than awesome knots because it's just like there's less of like a you can shoot on any axis it's just either forward attacks or up or down. Up a down attack, and because there's ten levels, you're never really fighting people. You're just kind of like because that's what you want out of a game is to constantly be chasing people. It's that mostly are also like run, yeah, it's mostly run up to running. a tower, get a couple hits, wait till it targets you, leave, and then go back and hit it some more uh, with boobs. Like, with boobs, and there's some male characters too who are pretty sexy with as boobs. well with boobs. Um, but yeah, I just it did not hit at all, and it feels like there's some polish to it. 
And with a different developer and publisher, it could be actually someone interesting. And more boobs. And it's 4v4, so that would be great for bigger co-op. But yeah, yeah immediately didn't just, it just it didn't hit at all. It's, it's, it's super boring. Uh, it's like it's like you're doing WoW type things where it's just, I use my four attacks, I wait for the cooldown. I'll be back in five seconds when I can do these attacks again. <laughs> do you think maybe that they were trying to make a free-to-play game? And that they just didn't uh, do it. So they have all these cooldowns so that you could buy gems to make things quicker. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also, yeah, it's free to play, but you can totally buy characters or get their special skins and they'll be even sexier. And sort of <laughs> even thing. boobier. Like, yeah, I, I think it's a very, I think it's probably close to being a dead game already, but. This, this has nothing to do with uh, games, but this reminded me of a story that I heard last night where a friend went to Anime Expo or ALA or whatever. Sure, one of the last, numerous ones. Last weekend. And showed me a picture that uh, a friend had dressed up like some anime girl that I'd never heard of because I don't, they're all way past me at this point. <laughs> and some guy with a beard and a backwards baseball cap who had an extra 40, 50 pounds on him had bought a body pillow oh, no. of the character that she was dressed up as. <laughs> and he was posing with it where just his like eyes were above the <laughs> pillow. And she's next to him. Yeah. And the the turn on this, though, is that the character, the girl character that she's cosplaying, turns out that in the whatever anime, she that character dick. is a boy. Yeah, I was going to say. I almost yeah. Like she has a dick. So this is like so what many levels of like. On? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyways. So, wait, what, so they fell in love, right? Like they <laughs> fell in love and they got married. That's, that's the end of the story. <laughs> really, no, she's, she's in his basement somewhere with that pillow. and they're t- they, She's in the pillow. She, <laughs> she's like bound up in the pillow. He just put the sack over yeah. her. Do you then, have a bunch of hair I can have? <laughs> Ugh. I need to fill my pillow. <laughs> that's my that's my favorite thing. Whenever I go to any of those conventions, is really cool. They totally should be able to do like the cosplay girls who will wear like a very skimpy outfit and more. Just watch the like twenty dudes who have no level of like how to take a quick peek and then keep walking by. They're just the full on lecherous, just like stare <laughs> and wait as they just don't leave. Yeah, and we're going home with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, do you guys have any more twenty minutes? Uh, I do not. Out of recent times, no. I have, I have one more, and I'll go through yeah. it just quick, uh, which is Sorry James, which is okay. the one I was referencing. Sorry James is another fake uh, desktop where oh, you go okay. in, okay. but this one is more in the vein of... Uh, Emily? No, of that... What was that phone game uh, that I was talking about? Replica? Replica. It's more in the vein of Replica where like... You are breaking into somebody else's computer and uncovering a story by doing various actions within the desktop. And this one is more straightforward of the like these games where it's like the desktop is an actual desktop and you're doing desktop things in it. It's okay. not part of the gameplay like Kingsway. Uh, and in this game, you're like decoding. The whole mechanic is that you're a uh, security personnel and you're decoding these sound files or these text messages. And the way you do that is by really simple puzzles where it's almost like Minesweeper. Where you're... That's all you need to do to decode? Yeah. That's it. That's Sweet. the hacking. Uh, you know in Bioshock it's just moving pipes? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the thing that's the coolest thing in quotes was also the most frustrating thing to me was to get into the computer. And I, I don't care about spoiling this. It's the first two minutes and it's really a dumb thing is you need to put in a password. And I'm sitting, and there's no clue. You can't click on anything else. You have to put in a password. And I'm sitting there. I put in like admin, admin, and like guest p- 
password or like, you know, generic. None of them work. I sit there 10 minutes. I'm like almost or not 10 minutes, but a couple minutes. And I'm almost ready to just be like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> and maybe I'll just look it up. But I, I just go to the sales page of the game on Steam and in the description of the game, there's no description, but there's a jumble of different letters. And I copy that and put that into the thing, and that's the password. Whoa. <laughs> that, Whoa. <laughs> that was the last meta thing in that game. Uh-huh. And it doesn't, like, I understand why they were doing it, but it doesn't make sense thematically. Or, mm-hmm. like, there's no reason for that to be there other than just to be frustrating. Sure. And, like, I got lucky and figured that out. You mean you're a genius and you figured it out. I'm a genius and figured it out. But I might have not have figured that out. And that's the beginning to get into the game. And after that point, it's just this kind of like crappy decoding Mm -hmm. uh, puzzle. And the the text messages you're reading are from this girl that they start out. Yeah, no, she's literally talking about like... I like to be with other girls sometimes. Tee hee, tee hee. Wait, what? And like, yeah, you're you're basically <laughs> like, reading a Tinder conversation between her and some dude, and it's just like gets like intensely sexual. Are you hacking her phone? Is that what you're doing? Like, you, you were sent text messages okay. from your boss or someone. <laughs> <laughs> and she like, likes hey, being with girls. Tee hee, tee hee. You have to. No, it's like some third person's. Oh, okay. So you're uncovering the story through yeah. reading her text messages. Which none of it sounds that bad. It's just the experience of these puzzles is not not satisfying. Mm. And the story is more just like uh, lurid than it is interesting. Hmm. So T-E- anyways, T-E- 20 minutes. You right. almost kind of sold it to me a little bit. Like <laughs> I bought it with, with the high hopes, yeah. you know. Um, th- this is a, not an honorable mention, and it's totally my fault. Um, I bought an adventure game. Mm, not uh, for Joey. Not for Joey, but NFJ. I, it's more to remind you that it's a thing and it's out. Is um four four things or whatever four more things four logo? last four things. Wait, four, four is the name of the game? Yeah. Okay. It's the uh, the new that new Monty Python looking game from Preposterous Awesomeness of Everything. Really? Yeah, it's out. Oh, cool. Okay. I, I bought it on iPad because it was only a couple dollars, and it looks incredible. Like, I'm excited I, to play that. Yeah, the look of it is great. It's just I wanted to see it move. Um, if you have any inclinations about it, towards yeah. adventure games, the preposterous awesomeness of everything—a Monty Python-ish adventure game—the that is more collage-looking, where like the mouths are cut out. And oh, faces. so it's done like a uh, Gilliam's animation style or whatever. Yeah, the the newest one looks more Gilliam. The older one looks more like a crazy person's collage. Okay, but it's really, it, I liked it a lot. The, okay. the writing and, and stuff is actually pretty funny. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it on the show, so I won't go into. I will it, check but, it out. But I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's it, it l- delivered on the promise of what that looks like, and awesome. it's it's pretty great. Um, I just haven't gotten back to it yet, um, because it's an adventure game. NFJ. Yeah. NFJ. Not not for me. Alpha time. Let's do a quick detour into alphas. Um, oh. So I've been playing Slay the Spire, which I guess is a huge deal on Steam now. Yeah, also oh. on Twitch for some reason. I was surprised. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why people don't want to watch it on Twitch, but <laughs> yeah, it's um I played a couple rounds of it and it's you know, be, coming from like a big board game background, what the game does, it's a really awesome version of seeing uh a deck building game like laid out in front of you. So you're it's a roguelike or run-based like thing. It's kind of game. It's, yeah. it, you will 100% fall hard into this game when it comes out. I just, uh, yeah. 
But um, like it, it feels pretty complete. And I think the only thing they're doing is like putting more shit into it. You know, like it's all the systems are in. They're just probably going to add more cards or whatever. But it hmm. does stuff that you couldn't do in a physical game, which is like level up an individual card, like improve it with your currency. But you you take you choose a path to go up to this boss battle. And you keep going up and up and up, and I guess there will eventually be an end that I have not gotten to. And just for context, it's like you're playing as a knight or a warrior that's fighting. You're seeing the thing that's fighting against other characters, and you're using cards for your attacks, right? Right. Okay. Every every turn, you get uh, three energy, Ooh, which is yeah. the cost. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play this game. <laughs> you get three energy, and you get a hand of like five cards. So then you can decide if you want to spend your energy on stuff like for block or if you want to put on debuffs or do attacks. And then it's you're you're building this machine because as with deck building games, as soon as you use all your cards, your discard pile is shuffled again and um, you will draw from that again. So you're trying to make your deck efficient and not fill it with a bunch of like garbage so you can cycle through to the, the good stuff as quick as possible. Um, it's really well made and and clever. I'm surprised it's hit as hard as it did. Yeah, um, it feels very niche. It, yeah, but it's it's really good. And it's like if you've ever played Dominion, which I think is probably the bigger. Oh, I can never get into it. Yeah, that's probably like the, the biggest deck building guys. game. I love that game. <laughs> is can you think of another one that's huge? Well, like, the funny thing is, I was going to say, I feel like this genre started, and someone's going to tell me I'm wrong, with like Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. That's the oldest log pack. That that game is the oldest one I can think of that had that of mechanic deck building of where like and the, yeah the Game Boy Advance version I think they remade it but where, yeah you're making a deck that's causing you're choosing your attacks based off of and then you shuffle and reset for it. That's it the first time I've ever seen that mechanic. Metal Gear Acid. I, oh yeah, actually Metal Gear Acid might have been there too. Yeah, yeah it's a Metal Gear Acid. But like I feel like that was the first time I ever saw it. That mm-hmm. idea. It's still hard for me to wrap my head around. It seems like um, Slay the Spire has a more streamlined version of that. Yeah. There's, it's not super, there's not like a ton of systems or different resource types or things like that, but it's it's really well done. And that when you start, you're like, this seems really simple. And now it's like the choice is always going to be obvious what I should play. But then the more you get into it, the deeper it feels. And there there is more nuance to it. It almost feels like this is purely just from watching a little bit. It almost feels like a version of taking like a D&D type game where you have like your three basic actions a turn and you decide what you want to do with it. Like I almost feel like that's that's mm-hmm. almost closer to me of like, oh, do I want to spend my energy on attacking or do I want to try to like heal or move or whatever kind of thing. Right. But I, like I think what really hooked me into it is using those that same concept, you can kind of figure out how to bend the rules a little bit. So there'll be a card that costs zero energy to play. And what it does is it lets you attack for one. But when you use that card, it'll create a copy of itself in your discard pile um, so that every time it'll you use it... junk up your deck. Well, you'll get another one. Hmm. So then you can... Like, if you can use a card to cycle that stuff back in quick, you can suddenly get a bunch of free attacks like that spawn off that, that one card. don't require card. energy. And then, right, that don't require energy, so you can use your energy on a card that makes all your attacks better. So then you get all these free attacks that are now buffed oh, cool. with the money or with the resource you did spend. So there there seems to be a bunch of little cool things like that that you just stumble upon in your build for the round. And it's it, like I said, feels like a deck-building game where you can see 
the result more. Is there a versus mode for this game where you can play against other people? I don't think so. That seems like that'd be a thing, though, right? I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's early access, so it's it's hard saying, but it, it feels very complete already and seems to be doing really well. So um, I liked it, thought I would give it a shout, um, and once that comes out, we will not see Ari. I will play it when it comes <laughs> Like all early access, it will never come out. It will come out. This one will come out. Well, They've we'll sold see. a lot. When, when is the last like? I know this has been said a lot. But like, when's the last like early access game that finished recently? Like what? We're done. Gang Beasts. Oh, Gang Beasts finally came out. Yeah. Yeah. Where Gang... you can play as me in it. You can't play as you in it. There, the chicken suit of me is Gang Beasts is me. You are in the chicken suit because they made it for Friend Zone, a show I used to host. They made those like Kigurumi suits. They yeah. unless they just happen to make those. It matched perfectly with the kick roomies we wore on the show, and they gave it to us early. Like, hey, you can play it on the show. So theoretically, you're playing as Chad Quan. <laughs> okay, don't play the chicken. It sounds like a, it sounds like making it up legit. Like we remember getting those, going like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that finally came out. Um, that's a, the more high profile one that I can think of at the top of my head recently. It's rare. <laughs> did, they, did they finally fix uh, like climbing in that game? I always feel like the the ability to like. I love that game, but I always feel like you can never. Like you'd be hanging on the side of a ledge, and it felt like you're supposed to be able to like pull yourself back up, but it never completely yeah, worked. Yeah, you just wait there until you let go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, still, I mean, that's fine. I just always felt like they were going to add like a mechanic to climb or well, something. Have you played it recent? No, I haven't played it in at least a year. Okay, they switched engines at one point, and it feels pretty different. Okay, I need, to, I need to play it now that it's out. Yeah. I uh, didn't love the... But I played that like two years ago, or three years ago, or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, it's still that game. Yeah. Okay. It, like, the... The core concept of it is still like a really floppy looking physics fighter. Yeah. But it's just like they added ducking and there's like a way to headbutt and kick. And See that? Stuff. But that might be enough for me because it felt too button mashy for me before. Mm. So maybe with all that bells and whistles, I think I need to give it another shot. Like the gameplay of that is secondary to me in my enjoyment of it. Which is just like I like seeing the chaos, the floppy guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it is it is funny. Just it, yeah. yeah, I just like seeing them flop around and like stuff happen that shouldn't have happened, and like I don't really care if I win in that game. There's something about it I don't know, but the non personality of those characters makes them like have so much personality. I don't know how they do it, but. Uh, the best part is, is that was a temporary placeholder model. Yeah. And then they just like, well, everyone loves these, so I guess we're going this way. Because, um, yeah, when it initially launched, it had like a pro wrestler menu screen. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it had a very like graffiti looking or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I like the style now, which is probably great for them because they didn't have to make any new shit. Um <laughs> Chad, you got any alphas you want to talk about? Or I really, I honestly not not fun for the segment. I haven't been diving into early access too much. Could be in burn. I've been watching a lot of them, just like mm. trying to like like oxygen not included seems really cool, like that type of base building thing. I just I am holding off until they come out. I'm I am interested to see what Rust is like because I think that just came out of early <laughs> Are access. Are you serious? It came out. I mean, it just came out of early access. I think like last week or something. Holy really? shit! And I'd be curious to know if they did. Anything else to that game other than the original base version? Well, that one I remember, they it had zombies, and then they took them out. Yes, because it was like ruining the fun of just attacking people's bases, I guess. I guess. I don't of know. starting naked and then just getting murdered by people? <laughs> yeah. Rust was like the most fun I'd had in one of those type of things. Like one of those just the open survival, junk survival. Yeah. yeah. That one I remember being really fun. 
I, I, yeah, that one I've been waiting for like Jesus. That's like, like seven. It's been years so long. Yeah, I just thought they'd never come out. Like I think the other one was I got a lot into the forest. Mm-hmm. I think the forest is finally going to come out of early access. Did you just chop trees endlessly? No, oh, I mean, I'll just say the forest has. I don't even think they ever finished it, but there's like, or you can finish it. It goes into places. There's like, there's a base game of the forest where yeah, you just survive, and then there's cannibals who attack you, mm-hmm. and there's one hole you can find because there's like caves. That you can go down a path where, like, there's an actual story game. There's Narnia? Do you fall into Narnia? Uh, I mean, I can spoil it. Well, the, in the trailer, there was, like, full huge monster-looking yeah, that's things. Yeah, that's my favorite one of the game is where you go downstairs and then go down in the caves and then there's just, like, Lovecraftian, like, the thing monsters down really? there. Yeah. Oh, creepy. Yeah, made out of, like, body parts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that one seemed really neat. And I like the idea that it was there was something if you wanted to focus on you could beat it. Yeah, it, it seemed like you're, the the actual core pitch of the forest is make a, a base. I had a bunch of friends we all played it with, and we were making like a veritable Fort Knox, mm. and we were really proud of ourselves. And then we, at some point, we kind of realized that other than nightly raids, because the more you attack the monsters, they'll come get you. Oh. It's like other than that, like you really don't need to do that though. Like it's really just get some armor and then go find this adventure. And do it. So like the the core idea of the don't starve is at odds with what they want you to actually do to finish the game. There's something there. Well, to maybe it. it's yeah. like you don't. They don't necessarily think people will buy into both halves of that. Yeah, it almost feels like there's two different games there, and you can pick which one you want to do. Yeah, um, which actually is more attractive to me because I don't want the don't starve game, which is what I it looked like. To yeah, me. yeah. It'll, it then like it'd be forest, almost, don't yeah. Then it almost be more like just save up enough stuff for you to be able to go and find that thing and do it. But then there's like tiki poles made out of heads. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about them. Yeah, those, those <laughs> are fine. <laughs> those, those are oh, fine. those are like a flower or, that grows here, yeah. I guess. If that counts as early access. I guess that's the last one, but I've been waiting for that to like, see what their finished polish thing is. Yeah, I'm surprised that's not out yet. I, I, it seemed really neat, but it also was really early when I tried it. I, I've been looking for something like that because that was the original kit, like, hook of Minecraft to me when it came out what, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. This is the first 20 minutes. You're like, oh, I, gotta better fight, I better build a, a house or I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah. And then it, then it becomes Stardew Valley. You're like, well, I'll make a farm and I'll just have a nice time and marry a pig wife or whatever. <laughs> uh, You're not supposed to, to marry to <laughs> so, Yeah, go to hell. But like, there was never really felt like there was other than, yeah, you can go fight that dragon at the end. I didn't feel like there was a... You're not supposed to marry the pig's child. It was my story of my... There's those pig people that live there. Oh, those people. If they didn't want to get married, they they shouldn't look so beautiful. They should have come to my house and let me bang them. They shouldn't have supported me so much emotionally (laughs) and financially. It made me feel so safe in their pig arms. Uh, I guess that's my early access. Okay. Um... Well, let's let's jump into some some marquee games since we're already running a little long here. Um, yeah, yeah. Save phone stuff for another day. I do not have any anyway. Oh, really? So yeah, I yeah. have a ton, but I'll save them for next save time. Them. Sure. Okay. And it's whoa, town ho, there she blows my thread. Kiki, Kiki, clear away the boats. Uh, so in with Celeste, now this is the middle one in terms of attention I feel like needs to be given to these games. So this is Nantucket, which is... I once knew a man from Nantucket. Uh-huh. Well, what was this, what was so important about him? Uh, let's just say he had a thing that was very long, he could fuck it. Is that like, what it is? I thought it was suck it. Uh, not in the version I heard. Man. Is it just from a regional I grew limerick? up on the streets, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Nantucket is essentially Sunless Sea, uh, mixed with not crazy fantasy stuff. 
So it's you are uh, Ishmael. You are <laughs> what? <laughs> you are a captain. Okay. You are hunting whales. Okay. You are whaling. You are getting crew. The great white. And the not not necessarily, but it, it literally is in the beginning is the character. Hey, you're you're done with the whale story. Now, what do you want to do? And like, it's like Moby Dick two is what they could have called it. <laughs> sure, um, still dicking it. Still, yeah. I actually loaded it up again before you guys got here, just to kind of remind myself what had happened because I hadn't played it since. Um, it has some board gamey stuff in it. Where it, like, it the, looks like a, a game that could have been made in like the 1990s. Wait, so it's a ship game, but like, what is it like grid? It's no, you have a world map that you can sail around, okay. and then the world map also has like currents that you need to take into account when sailing places because if you try to sail against the winds then it'll take longer i'll go where i want get yeah. those trade winds yeah you can go anywhere you want but there are only like certain ports that you can dock in and then those that has like the thing that gives you quests the thing that gives you okay um that you can hire people upgrade your boats and all this stuff um the actual mechanic of fighting whales or pirates or any of that stuff is you each person is like a class so there's like a fighter class there's a captain class and that determines what dice they have okay so on your turn you will roll all your dice and then pick which one of those you want to use as your action for that turn so the captain one can negate damage um in front of your guys there's a card face down from your opponent that you you can cancel that card before it happens, but if you don't, then it's flipped over and then the damage or whatever is applied. Okay. Um, it's, I want it to be deeper than it is. It's really cool. And I, I send it to R8. I'm like, this is, this is my game. This yeah, is the you game. You talked about I, in detail. <laughs> I want this. I wanted this. I want a whale. I want a crew. I want it like, um, I think the, the Your biggest. Your game sounded cooler. Though. I just want to kill a beautiful animal of the ocean. I just want to <laughs> slaughter it. Yeah. The, um, the I think the more than the combat, the main thing of the game is very much like in 80 days. Hmm. It's while you're at sea, things will happen. How do you want to react like to those story, things? Like story things yeah. that all build on each other? Like, yeah. Will it reference old story things that happen? Sometimes. Like, the, the most involved one I had was I had a crew man. And okay. he's just like, my dad is sick. Can we, as we go back to port, can we stop by my house so I can see him? I'm like, sure, because it was literally on the way. So I dock. <laughs> but only because it's on the way. Yeah. You got it, Billy. <laughs> well, we were like running out of, the, there's four main resources. There's food, water, um, wood, and grog. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you need Those grog. are the things you need as you're sailing, and they will tick down. But you can also get certain types of things from whales, like the baleen or the, the oil, and you can upgrade stuff that'll let you get more out mm-hmm. of them for each of those. Mm-hmm. But so, okay, we'll go see your dad. And then I dock, and then he doesn't come back to the boat. <gasps> and then I'm, it's like, do you want to go find him? I was like, yeah, what the fuck? And I went and found him. He's like, hey, turns out my dad is fine. He's like, I just missed him. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. Oh. And so why didn't he like, come back to the boat? So did you flog him? Well, no, but it turned out his dad is super loaded, so he gave me like two hundred dollars, which back then is like that's like half a town. Yeah, <laughs> so it was like kind of worked, but then it all worked out uh, karmically anyway because on the way there we got into a storm and he fell overboard and died. <laughs> so you know it all worked out. 
Um, well, then you write to his dad and be like, we need a 200, another $200 for funeral money. <laughs> right. You start just <laughs> you want his body back. Shaking him down. <laughs> there's, there's like stats you can give your captain, and it's anytime they present you with a situation. Is one like, of the stats like most grizzled? There is like parrot. a sea harmless or sea. You have, yeah. It's like sea worth, worthy. Okay. Sure. And it'll. Anytime it gives you uh, one of those story beats to decide what you want to do, it'll give you your percentages of success and failure. So, like, when that storm came, it's like, do you want to sail into this? Do you want to, like, hunker down? And I was like, let's sail into this. And it was like, you know, 30% chance this person will die. So you can take the odds and make your decision. Like, it gives you some general idea of <laughs> mm-hmm. what's going to happen. That's the bulk of the game. Then the sailing around the map and managing your resources to get to those places to accept quests. That sounds. This sounds a lot cooler than it looked to me on first blush. Just looking at the game, mm. I thought it was like uh, a boat simulator. No, no, no. Yeah, it's it's more about the stuff on the boat. The that's, boat is yeah, very that's, minimal. That's awesome. Because I, I haven't seen. Is it a bit of like an FTL type thing where you're making like kind of like branching story choices and you either get fucked by it or um, you benefit from it? It's it's more fluid than that, I think, because you can like fire anyone on your crew and hire a different person at any okay. time. Um, the the captain character that is your guy, that is the continuing thread of okay. you're leveling up your captain to get higher, um, what's it, prestige. So you have your prestige value is the currency at which you can hire people because you're just like, you impress them, they yeah, want to join your ship. You. Um, Get some and, of that blubber. Exactly. Then there's ships um, that have different stations you can level up, um, harvest better, and then there are other ships you can get so, like, within a ship, there is posts that you can assign the people you've hired to. Okay. Um, kind of what you're saying with the FTL, but it's not, like, RTS style. It's like, I'm just going to have this guy who's a sea, sea captain be on the wheel. Okay. Which is going to give us a bonus of 5% faster boat cool. speed. So, it's like, there is that FTL of shuffling of jobs and people within a boat, but it's more like, this is the build I want to sail out with. And you don't like move around as people attack you or anything. And what's end game? You kill that white whale? I don't know. Like I, you do get game over, and then you're that's it. So like you can reload a save because I died before you guys got here. I was like, well, sure, let's go rush into this fight and see what happens. And then I had three dudes on the bottom, which is the max you can take out on the whaling boats, and they attacked my main dude, and he died, and that was game over. Hmm. Like straight game over. Hmm. That whale. Um, Gotcha. But yeah, well, it was I. I was intervening some pirates attacking another ship. Um, so it's 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 a lot of risk reward. Um, you know, trying not to starve at sea, which happens <laughs> fairly. It's very real. It's very real, right? Yeah, it's gonna happen. I'm having a lot of trouble making enough money to like start moving forward. Mm. Like you're just treading water. Yeah, like yeah. everything I nice make. Metaphor. <laughs> everything I make whaling seems to go back into the shit to sail. Like maybe I'm not stopping enough to whale in route to places I mean, to do a the, mission. Maybe this is the lesson of the game. Like you're addicted to that white blub. <laughs> <laughs> I think what, I think what I should do is like this person needed me to take these goods like across the world, which took fucking forever. And you can speed that up so it's faster in real time. Um, but that that only pays you a couple hundred, which is going to cost more than that to get there. 
So it's figuring out ways to like make money and get better ships and upgrade your ship. And all the upgrades on your ship take, you know, days in in game days uh, to to finish that yeah. upgrade. Well, you're like building parts of the ship and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I I purchase an upgrade, but it's not going to be available in that port for a hundred days. So I have to get back to that port to get my upgrade. Mm. So it's very simmy. But there are a bunch of different parts that you could kind of like focus on the one that you like the best. Mm. But uh, I liked it. I, Sunless Sea has always been one of those games where it's like I I want to like this game more than I do. I, I felt the same. I didn't put that much time into it. And I think it's just the world is so weird that I couldn't really connect with it, which is what excited me about Nantucket because it was like something I could wrap my head around. Is it is it fantasy at all? Or no, is it really, really, hundred percent real. Hmm, okay, yeah, like it's. If there's You're, not a mermaid, I don't know, man. Like I, don't, I, I need like a kraken or something. Yeah, yeah. the the only thing I've seen but in like seas, the, the fish top type of mermaids. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, fine, anything. <laughs> yeah. What about fish bottom? <laughs> you know what? A fish top, fish bottom. I'll take it. <laughs> any, any which way? Clutch of eggs? No. Yeah. Eggs. I'll just leave my eggs here. <laughs> yeah. I'll see. Guys, you, later. you can eat those eggs. Like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like big uh, caviar. Yeah. Exactly. All, All right. right. So I'll. I'll I'll hand it over to you guys first, and then based on how much time is left, I'll do one or both of my others. I have to talk about this because it's incredible. Holy God. I talked about it last episode a little bit because that's when I bought it. Okay. But Hollow Knight. Oh, you're oh. into Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight. Holy yeah. God. And I know it's it's gotten press, but not an, as much for what this game deserves. I will go out and say it is the best Metroidvania I have played. Wow. Ever. Better than Metroid Better than, or, or Castlevania. Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Compared to a lot of Metroids, though, that's not that hard to say. No, but I mean, people you know, are still jizzing over the first one sure. and the first GameCube one. And it's... it's the thing that was so cool about this game, and I was not like co- totally sold on the game when I first saw it for the longest time, because I saw the art style of the little skull guy, and I thought it was going to be like, you know, kind of kitty, cutesy, whatever. It looked like cartoon Dark Souls to me. It it does look like cartoon Dark Souls, and that that kind of turned me off. But uh, it's almost reminiscent of the Aquatic Adventures of the Last Man, mm-hmm. in that okay. it doesn't give you any kind of story. It just lets you uncover pieces here or there. Just like uh, you get the world through various different (laughs) things. Yes. And you cannot get the world if you don't want. You can just Mm -hmm. ignore it. But as you pick it up, you realize that this world is so deep and so rich that they built that there's such a sinister storyline underlying all of it that's just really satisfying and really, really cool. So it's the first game like that where it's like, for me, it really like, pulled me to try to hunt and dig down the story but it's also i've never played a metroidvania where there wasn't a clear linear path to it you know Mm. you need the roll to get under this so you can get into this area and Mm -hmm. that's the only way you get into this area so you have to go to the roll place first get the upgrade then go there a b c d e you know that's it this game is truly uh a game where you can go out of order, go wherever you want. There's no set order. You can get into most areas, most of them, 
at different points and it's just your choice of whether you're going in there and how you're going to play the game and there's even areas have multiple different entrances so you can play the game in a completely different way than like 10 different people who all played in different ways and Hmm. make different choices of how you're going to attack and because the storyline is fed to you it doesn't matter I mean, you can just uncover different pieces of it because you're not going to get the full story until you get enough of the crumbs to start forming uh, the picture, you know, or or the puzzle pieces before you form this picture. So there's another way you you could also just like not care about the story and just speed through the mechanics. You can speed through. There's, uh, in fact, the first time I beat it, um, I had done a lot, but I thought I did like an exhaustive playthrough. And I beat the last guy, and it said I completed 77%. And there were whole areas that I just never saw. And I, I, Hmm. because I went online and then looked around a little bit, Mm -hmm. and they were just, yeah, big chunks that it turns out uh, a really neat thing that they've done is they've supported uh, Team Cherry, who made the game, uh, supported the game in that they're just releasing free content that adds more and more to the game. They said, we're going to do three different packs. They've done two so far. The third one's going to come out at some point. They're just more areas? Just uh, more areas, more bad guys, hmm. uh, different characters, different badges, which are these basically upgrades where you have a, f- uh, a, a specific amount of slot and different badges take up a number of slots. So you can kind of juggle different badges to see uh, you know, different outputs for... Like, I want to be really, really strong and jump really high. Then I put these together, but then I don't have room for this badge, which would give me a lot of life. And you can kind of juggle your badges depending on the areas that you're going mm. into, which is a really neat thing. The uh, They they added a, uh, a fast travel um, system, which is great. It, like, makes the game so much more playable. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there's still more game that's coming out. And with all those packs... Now you don't finish the game until you get, like, I think, 109% or something. Like, over 100%. Oh, in but, terms of added content? And, yeah. And so, uh, and, and um, you know, there I think there are three different endings or so um, that are, are different, and some of them are much harder to get to. So there's more of the game that you can keep going through. And even after you beat the game, going back in it is enjoyable. And, like, I ended up... After I beat the game, I really thought, like, okay, I'm done. And then I looked up, saw there were other areas, and I probably got another, like, 10 hours worth of gameplay. Wow. Out of it. What determines the ending based on, like, well, how much stuff you find or what? No, no, there is an ending ending. Like, you said there's different endings, though, right? Like, so it oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Which d- one is... D- 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 like, one is the ending you're just going to get. Then okay. there's another ending that if you do a certain thing, then you'll get this one. And then if you do even more stuff and go through, there's even, like, uh, a Meat Boy-style area in the game. Like, uh, just a super difficult Where you, platform. You're, you're, yeah, you're jumping through knives and stuff like that, oh. through, <laughs> you know, and jetting and boosting and all that across, mm-hmm. which you don't have to do, but it was neat. And having played so much Meat Boy, it wasn't that difficult, but you got the skills, it was cool. I mean, it's, I heard, I, I played it for half an hour. Yeah. And didn't go back. But you don't like Metroidvanias. Speaking of Metroidvania, I heard a new term for it. Yeah. That I kind of like. But I keep forgetting about it. Okay. It's called a Pathfinder game. Hmm. It's too much like Pathfinder. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I know. confusing. I don't, hate, why, I don't hate it. But when you brought up, it's like there's different paths to get to the thing. I think it sounds better than Metroid. How, how about Fine Pather? A Fine Pather. But most Metroidvanias ha- like, have very specific paths. 
that you have to go through. So you find it. I mean, the core, the, the core of the concept, right, is is getting different upgrades that let you go back to new areas you couldn't go to before. Right? Yeah. That's like the core mechanic of it. And you don't have to do that in this game. Mm. There, like, there are there are some of those, and there are certain areas that you really can't go to. But instead of it, like, you get this upgrade, and then suddenly you go to this place. It's like you get this upgrade. Now there's three different areas that you can go to, and you can go into them in different ways depending on what upgrades you get so it's not just like one to one and two to two it's you you actually have choice and the ways people play the games are different and the world is such a neat world that's so much more dark and sinister and uh original Mm -hmm. than any metroidvania i've played i like Hmm. the options to have different you know ways in there My, my ideal game in terms of that has always been basically like breath of the wild does where like you can just go to the end if you want to from pretty much three hours in those type of games where like it's based on skill. If you really want to you get really good and just cut through all this content or you could go and get extra cool stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like a rogue legacy. almost. Kind of like a rogue legacy. Like theoretically you could just beat the game. If you were that good at rogue legacy, the first time mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, this game, uh, you can probably beat it once you're like sixty percent or fifty percent of the way through the game. When you have you can cool you know things. where the end is. Yeah. You you can do it. And playing uh, the game, like it's does it change at all as you go? Like does you get uh, you know, different things like so you're a little dude who's got a needle, which is basically like a little sword, and you can upgrade the sword, and you can upgrade different sword skills, and you can upgrade um physical aspects of the sword, so you can make the sword bigger or the arc of the sword or how quickly you hit it all with badges and with learning like um but it's slot based so you can change those out so you can change those out um and and the controls feel good to me like Hmm. really solid i don't there maybe it was just like when i loaded it i don't know like something felt off about it and i don't know i mean it's really like i think this one of the strongest parts of it is is uncovering this world mm. and i think once you get in a far enough to get the story it really grabs a hold i think oh. it just sold it better to me than just hearing metrovania has like knowing there's a type of world to find out in this yeah, yeah that's kind of what cool. gets me going <laughs> that's the, i mean that that's that was my one of my favorite parts about the last aquatic adventures and he, and or the aquatic adventure last man and that was even more straightforward because you knew that these are little story nodes that you sit on and they'll uh, give you story dumps mm-hmm. this is not like that you have to infer a lot and even like going and reading the wikis, there's parts that people are still just guessing and trying to fill in the blanks. Kind of like uh, Inside. Oh man, I loved thing. Inside so much. It's, it's you can get more if you spend the time in the game. You can get more of the story than Inside. Okay. Yeah, way more. Um, yeah, I still don't know what happened. And the inside. world is, is <laughs> different. Yeah, there's no flesh ball. Well, uh, is there a giant flesh ball? <laughs> uh, there, there's, and the, the story is weirder. Okay. Then inside. Really? Okay. No, I mean depends. Just or not? I I would say it's more outside of just uh, a human experience because yeah. there's not because you're like a little bug. You're a little bug, dude. Is that well, what you are? Are you like a little skeleton I'm, bug? I'm, there's a very specific thing what you are, but you learn it, and it's it's like different than whatever you're a child soul i don't want to spoil okay sure interesting that's that's more intriguing to me than i think i think it really should have more attention than it does like i really think it's the 
people fall hard when they get into that game. Like from what exactly. I've been hearing, but it there seems to be some sort of barrier that's putting people <laughs> off to getting to even touching it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It maybe it's the art style that it looks like, or maybe it's just people are burnt out on Metroidvanias. But um, I've heard people say it looks Flash game. I I did have that impression when I first saw it. Like, this might be fun, but it might also be like a quickly. It's not. And know, once you get more of the art and more of the backgrounds and more of the levels and stuff like that, it's it's definitely not. Hmm. There's there's definitely animations in there, and uh, it looks good, and the characters get more interesting and complex. Um, that's cool. But like I said, I was turned off too at the beginning because of the same kind of thing. The aesthetic is strange until you get used to it, and then it's impressive. Mm-hmm. And then it's neat. And it's a small studio of these guys in Australia. Yeah, I never saw like uh, cool boss monsters or, a- or enemies like advertised in the game. It was always just, here's this little cute guy, and he's jumping around on platforms. And that's what... There's a lot of different yeah. monsters. There's yeah. like a bestiary type thing that has like a ton, a ton of people. Um, might not have just been marketed well. I think there was marketing, all. and I think it's a hard game to market the aspects of it that are cool, like sure. because they how give you, them away. Yeah, how do you market this? That there's a story that you don't get spoon fed, that mm-hmm. you don't have to find, you know. Hmm. Um, and right, well, maybe I'll check it out again. It's, it's such a complete world. It's such a that's neat cool. thing. I'm glad to hear that. Is it on Switch? Not Probably. yet. It is coming out. It not yet. And maybe that'll be the time. That's I think I would say it'll be a great Switch game. Yeah, a really good Switch game. You want to talk to us about some? Yeah, I'm gonna teach you about Ugandan knuckles. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, I I dusted off the old Vive uh, to get into uh, VR chat, which is I can't tell if it's genuinely a really breakthrough thing or just a flash in the pan because of streamers and it's gonna go away in a month. But okay, it's a real. It's free. Uh, it feels like the next evolution of Second Life. I know this is not helping sell the game at all, <laughs> but. It's it's how also, big is the community or I can't it's it's hard to tell because the there's no giant city hub where there's hundreds of players you're almost always constrained to a 64 person max room but then there's hundreds of duplicates of the same rooms do you just see people jerking off in the corner I have not gone I have not seen anything sexual from what I've been told there's private sex rooms you can get invited into but oh boy it's <laughs> the worst I've seen in the public rooms is uh, two Gokus who are doing Z-Kales <laughs> clearly for shock value. Like, okay, okay. Um, but so I, they, are they licensed Gokus? No, you know, everything is, yeah. The, the, the whole project, I've read or been told that it was like partially licensed, like uh, funded by Valve and like other companies. So you think there'd be legal attention on it, but it is full copyright. Like, <laughs> like no, I mean, you can, you can load in and you meet. It's super easy to just go to a... Uh, Workshop. Uh, go to. We'll just go, you open up a, a list of all the rooms, and one's called like Kami's Place from Dragon Ball, and you go there and just here's all these skins of Dragon Ball characters. <laughs> you just click on it, and now you're immediately Goku. I I, I went as Majin and then Buu. You start Ziggy Highly. Yeah, no, I went as Majin Buu, and I just like role play trying to eat people. Like that was just <laughs> and and like little like tiny Uganda knuckles were running away from me. I was like, I'm gonna eat you. And he's like, No. And then I just would try to eat him. Um, and yeah, there's 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 weird models too. The weirdest one I've seen is. Uh, a movie. Someone made their model a giant house made out of the face of Corey from Corey in the House, the Disney Channel show. I don't know that. It's like an old Disney Channel. It was, before, it was after we were should have been watching Disney Channel, but it's like this little boy's face. He lives in the White House, but it's a house made out of his face, 
and you can walk inside the model of the house, and it's just blasting the theme from Corey in the house, <laughs> filled with like pictures of him. And someone just walks around like that, like because you can make any model and either rip them from games, and then you have to put them into like Unity and rig them. Or you can make your own custom model ones. So it's the internet finally coming to life. I, I hate to compare it to it. It's what Ready Player One wants to talk about, but if Ready Player One was way grosser. <laughs> and, <laughs> so more and, accurate. Yeah, I mean, it's just also kind of like lot low poly, but you can make any model and bring anything. Like, there's a very popular one that is clearly just the cafe bar from Persona 5 loaded into the game. Oh, cool. And you can just be <laughs> in there. I, uh, I was going to say that... The, when just, you're in it, what are you doing? Uh, there's basic, unless the, unless the, the map has basic functionality added into it, you're really just talking and role playing. Like you, you can go into like a boardroom office. But room. I mean you specifically. Oh, what like, am I doing? Yeah. What's your thing? I've been just like? kind of like doing like improv, which is, which is interesting only in that, uh, people seem to actually be letting themselves kind of like, I hate the word experiment. Pretend. But yeah, yeah. I, I kind of thought you'll see a few people they are like kind of just trying to ruin people's experience and whatever. It's easy to mute them. Uh, like the best experience I've had so far was uh, we did it on stream was, you know, I was dressed like Majin Buu and we went into uh, uh, someone had recreated the Krusty Krab from SpongeBob and you could walk into both the Crunch, crunch uh, you also can walk into the Krusty Krab or the, the Chum Bucket across the street and that's the entire map. That's cool. But like we just like it was like me and a Wind Waker Ganondorf <laughs> and a surfer <laughs> were just role playing like running the Krusty Krab for all and like everyone just immediately fell into the roles in a really genuine way. Yeah. And no one and like everyone was like just kind of yes Andy and there was only a few people that were like I don't like not not getting it. Yeah, they didn't understand. Uh and somehow for whatever reason a uh, a girl who seemed who sounded genuinely like an older Hispanic woman as an anime character was just talking about her using cocaine, and we staged, Whoa. and we staged, we like, we, I, I brought everyone else over, like, guys, guys, come over here, come over here, come over here. We like all walked away into a different part of the VR space, like, we're gonna stage an intervention for her. And then we like found her, <laughs> and we like found her in the Krusty Krab bathroom, and like said, intervention, and we like had an actual intervention, we got her off of cocaine, and celebrated, and I don't know any of these people, and it seemed very like fun, uh, and it was just like a great time. Like, That's interesting. But then there's also just like stupid rooms where people are just trying to scream into their mic. And <laughs> like, I think you definitely need to go into different lobbies and different rooms and, and kind find of the cool find people. The, yeah, find the cool people. Are there like community meetings? Like, you know, can you go to the uh, people who think they're werewolves and hang out? For I'm a while sure you can. Like... Yeah. I mean, I've seen people playing like Town of Salem in a room where they've made a they've made a map of Town of Salem, like or werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then you're funny. all just standing there. And someone will be the DM and like, uh, oh, hey, all right, everyone, like, close your eyes on your VR headset or go face this wall and I'll call forward the werewolf. So, like, people are just making games in there and people have made, like, oh, we're going to load a western town and there's guns. You guys can try to shoot each other. So, it's a it's either going to keep going and people will just make games in VR chat or people are just socializing. I've seen people just in anime avatars talk about their PC specs in a in a bar room in VR chat. <laughs> you think it's because there's like a weird physical attachment like yeah, it feels like you're actually there that that's preventing some people from being shitheads? Some there's something to it. Yeah, I I feel like the more people I've seen with shitheads are people who are just using the desktop client cuz anyone can play it for free. Without VR, you can just load it and walk around with a mouse and keyboard. Oh, and okay. your character will just have basic animation of walking. You can emote. So it's more. It, it is just like Second Life at that. Point. Yeah, but with the headset, I mean, like I, I just ordered the full body tracking pucks so that I will have tracking on my hands, my head, and my feet and waist, 
and I can just full on dance now. Like, yeah. and, and and you can see, like, my model will then match me, hopefully. Yeah. That's crazy. And I you can do full on stuff. I didn't even know those were a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, Vi- uh, Valve sells them. They're, like, basically like, they're added pucks, but then you have to plug them into your Vive crazier level. It's it's not great yet. So you're covered in cords more? Uh, no, you have to. You don't have to plug more cords in. You can just put the, the pucks, but the, the it seems like there's actual other trackers for the pucks. You have to plug into oh, USB. Oh, okay. So Valve hasn't figured that out, or HTC hasn't figured that out completely yet. Uh-huh. But no, there's something interesting about um, the nature of it. Yeah, very clearly, any company should shut it down for copyright <laughs> infringement. Like, cause it's it's blatant. It's I mean, but it's free. It's free. So they're not making yeah, money. No, it's but not like there's money to be lost. That's, that's where I've talked to friends who are really into it. Like, what's the end goal of VR chat? Is it just they hope that enough people will get into it and then they can start charging monthly? Is it like we're tracking everyone's user data and we're finding out what they do in VR? Like, we're all monitoring it? I don't know. Or they just believe in the cause, man. Maybe. Or they're the just space for, for people to Zeke Heil is go-to. <laughs> or they're just watching all them jerk-off rooms. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. But you were asking me about Uganda Knuckles. Yeah. And that's, so, like... It came from this? It, well, it didn't... The original... The Uganda Knuckles came from this. So the, the origin of it is... Um, there's a really ch- short 10-second YouTube video of an animator named Greg Zilla who just drew a funny drawing of Knuckles, like, fat and squat and dumb-looking. And it's two two poses. And it's him just singing, I want to set the world on fire from, like, Fallout 4. Or Fallout or whatever. It's like, you know, I just want to set the world on. Like, whatever yeah. that song is. It was a dumb internet shitpost. And and for whatever reason, someone else in VR chat, which was already filled with Sonic models, made a squat, like, one foot tall, little little fat knuckles, based off that model. But Gregzilla, <laughs> I think, has nothing to do with it. And uh, because you can just kind of, like, as long as there's a server that has it, you can just take models from anyone. It's spread like wildfire. <laughs> and it... <laughs> I don't know why, but it became a thing where, like, to use uh, a Ugandan accent mostly done by white people. Like, What is a Ugandan accent? Yeah. It's, 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 so it's, it's vaguely, it's really just like, I'm doing an accent I heard on Hotel Rwanda. Like, oh, it's okay. like a, a vaguely African, uh, not that accurate. Who decided that's Uganda? I think it's, that was the name of the meme, or the or there's. I think because also the 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 lobby you go to to get the skin, like you can go to a place called Uganda, oh, okay. and it's a tiny little island filled with these like treasure chests, and you can see like t- it's actually kind of cute. These like tiny little knuckles, like models just sticking out of the treasure chest, and you can click on them, and then you become Uganda knuckles. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but for a reason the dude talk as Uganda knuckles for a second. I don't. I, I don't think this is. Good to do, <laughs> but the standard way is to is uh it's basically apparently someone else told me last night it's from a movie uh, an African movie where you go uh we show me the way we will show them the way Jesus fuck Chad you monster banned banned from all jobs <laughs> uh and it's it, it seems genuinely innocent at first because it's just like they're it's it's actually very funny to be in a room and suddenly see thirty different accounts who are all little knuckles running in <laughs> and asking uh we will we must find the way. Uh, show us the way. We must find our queen. They keep asking different girls if they are their queen. And like, I think, I guess it's just an innocent thing. And somehow it's evolved into uh, the added jokes are to click, just like go around because that's what they think African people do. They just like so oh. you see knuckles going like they just do that on mass again. Minus the racism, it's very funny to just hear thirty people surrounding you clicking. If it wasn't connected to Africa in any way, it'd be really funny. Or uh, spit on them, brother, and then everyone just makes spitting sounds and spit on someone. 
But it, it, it gets, and then, yeah, more and more people are like, let's get further into the joke. Let's talk about, like, Ebola and stuff. Like, oh, you guys uh, are... You're making it not fun. Uh, guys, it was fun for half a second, and you guys made it real... It was already like... You guys got to get out of here with that racist stuff. <laughs> if you're not going to start jerking off, just don't even bother. No, yeah, it's... it's... You get a weird, like, contempt between the, like, racist people and the dudes who just want to jerk off. Yeah, it yeah. turns into a giant It's my favorite battle. thing is, like, there's photos from Second Life of some guy who was, like, a little green troll, and he would just go into, like, hookup rooms and just watch two human models kissing. And they'd be like, Jimmy, get out of here. And he'd just go, no. And he'd just, watch, he'd just stare at them from, like, two feet away. <laughs> It's just this gross little green goblin thing. Uh, I even got, I even got tricked by uh, a Uganda a knuckle. I'm just gonna say a knuckles. Uh, like a UK. The, yeah, my first my first thirty minutes in the game, uh, they give you default skins. Like I was a robot, and I found another guy in a robot skin. And we just like role play. Like, oh, you're my dad. I'm your robot son. Oh, father, teach me the ways of robot stuff. We had like a fun time, just like shooting the shit for about thirty minutes. It was like robot son. We must go on the next part of our journey. And he opened a port because you open a portal anywhere. And you can just follow other people into the portal. So it's really easy to bring crowds into just swarm. Yeah, yeah. So it's really easy to do raids. Uh, (laughs) And I went into the portal with him, and it was just Uganda. And he he went over to the island. He's like, son, we must become Knuckles. And he was a Uganda Knuckles the whole fucking time. (laughs) And he's like, become him. And I was like, this is how it starts. This is how it spreads. I didn't. I didn't follow through with it uh, yet. The other really. Cute, I must forge my own path. Yeah. The other really cute raids are uh, there's like a tiny little cartoon cat. Uh, models that all play like instruments. They look like very Japanese, like Neko cats. And so you'll sometimes be in rooms and there'll just be 30 or 40 users who are all just playing little instruments, like marching, <laughs> like a Miyazaki character thing. All just march, then they'll play the band and then they'll just leave. All right. This sounds all right. There's some cool That's things. Charming. Yeah, there's like people trying different stuff in it. I don't know if it'll, it, it might just go away in a month, but it's, yeah. it counts as a game, I think. I think there's something to it. Well, there was that one called Rec Room. Which oh yeah, kind of sounds like this. Only Rec Room had more game game to it. Re- Rec Room, yeah, Rec Room had some weird stuff that came out of it, like too because there was that one guy in Rec Room that was not part of the game but just lived in it. Handybot, Handybot, yeah, that was on Giant Bomb. <laughs> oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He like acted as if he was a part of the game. Or like yeah, a, 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 that's so good. They're like, I don't think that guy's. I think that's a person. <laughs> and like he kept like slowly ma- making it more obvious, but it was just like. Welcome to Handybot. I'm Rec Room. And like, wait, what? And then somebody would say something to him and he'd specifically be like, that is not how you like something the record player. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like a really specific thing. And then there's like, are you a person? And he's like, welcome to Rec Room. I'm Handybot. And he like kept fucking yeah, with him, yeah, but never broke it. There's, 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 so there's a clip of him that broke me of someone on stream playing, because uh, you can go to Rec Room and just go in different rooms and play different games. They were playing charades or like or 20 questions or whatever it was. And Handybot was in the room with them and they're like not playing it right. And Handybot just starts insulting him with this very like patronizing church lady voice. Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta figure out how to read the rules. Are you, you dumb, dumb, you little baby boy? And he starts like floating towards him. He's like, maybe little need a little tickle, a little tickle, tickle. And you're just seeing this like disembodied like hand and body like moving towards your own model and like, <laughs> no. and even though it's not touching you, the person freaks the fuck out. He's like, what? What? No! And it feels very strange. <laughs> like the personal bubble carries yeah, VR. Yeah, there is something about like, your personal bubble in VR that freaks you out for sure. Well, hopefully they may, like if someone gets close to you, they can do it in your headphones where it's like, 
Like, make it feel like someone's up in you. I, I mean, it seems to be that audio is based on your proximity. As people leave, you will hear them start to fade off as they walk away. Yeah, but I want them to feel like way too close, right in your ear for it. <laughs> you, you guys should try. You guys should try VR chat because Joey, you have a VR headset. Yep. Ari, I don't. You can just try on desktop. Yeah. yeah, it's intriguing. I mean, it, it does sound neat that it exists, and I do love that there are people doing like weird uh, experimental art. Performance art. Yeah. performance art in this platform that like no one's gonna see in, yeah. it's just for that it's just to do something that's fucking weird do something awesome. weird yeah, i know people who are yeah. making like custom models so that's they have their neat. own unique avatar in it yeah. and stuff that's i'm more weird about people who just go in to just talk like if you're just going in yeah. to talk about the bears what are you doing that was <laughs> what i avoided the hardest when i would anytime i'd play a you know massive game Mm-hmm. is the people who are just there because they're so lonely. <laughs> and then you get oh. so much information yeah. that's like, I didn't ask you a question. And now I know that you live in the basement of your parents' house and you're 45 and you have gout. And it's like, you got money problems. Like, this is not what I'm... I just want to play a card game. Play, yeah. Something. I just want to see your dick. Get your dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not going to jerk off, man. Get out of here. Just get out of here. I, I've mostly just been uh, amazed. And my experience, I mean, it'll go downhill, especially if it gets bigger, how genuinely cool people have been. Like, I don't know if everyone's just because they're all like VR enthusiasts or whatever. Probably. Other than the Knuckles memers, like, it feels like people are genuinely. You haven't been cool. flooded by the Xbox Live people. No, there was one time at an open mic lounge, someone was just actually trying to sing on stage in one of the rooms, and someone was going like, ah, you're fucking try hard, try hard, try hard. And it's like, look, so you're just ruining it, and you just beat them. Yeah. And then you're fine. And it was a nice time. Does it get rid of them, too? Like, the- No, they're still there, so you just see another model moving around, but like, it's just, they're silent, so it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, yeah it's generally been cool. That's kind of what I've seen in multiplayer VR stuff. I think it's just because it feels like you're so exposed yeah, though you, something, you can't just like be a shit. Though, but also because so weirdly enough, because of the anon- anonymous anonymity to it, the word I can never say. Mm-hmm. Like people are are more willing to yeah, the CM enemies are they're trying things they might not normally try, which is cool, like improv or like start singing or just two kind of, dudes at once, two dudes at once, whatever you Sword don't know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, going into private rooms could be a girl, don't know. <laughs> Could be a Uganda Knuckles. Could no be a knows. body pillow. Yeah. Just to say. <laughs> you don't know. Could be a body pillow that's a character that's a boy. <laughs> that's full of a real person trapped <laughs> in the basement. kidnapped from anime con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, VR chat. Interesting. All right. Um, I'm going to bring up one very, very quickly because I don't have a lot of time with it. Should we give away a game before you do that? or do Yeah. You wanna... Do you want to give one away on the show or do you want to do it? Um... Yeah, let's do it the way you did last time. Put it in the show notes. Give away okay. a copy of VR chat. <laughs> VR chat <laughs> for <is> everybody. <laughs> this one I don't have a lot of time with, or haven't had a lot of time with, um, but I wanted to put it out there for people because I think you'll know very quickly whether or not this is for you. Um, this game's called The Quiet Sleep, and it's probably the one that of the the trilogy I brought is the most indie. Okay. Um, the quiet the best way to describe this is someone took uh, a Zach Zachtronics game, like the uh, fact is it fact not factorial uh, Space Cams or Infinifactory or his new one Magnum Opus. They took that idea and 
applied it to an abstracted version of somebody's mental process. <laughs> okay. I don't know about this already, Joey. <laughs> so the whole game is like a hex grid with different nodes on it that this color is like your work part of your mind. Mm-hmm. All right. So in the work part of your mind, you can build things that'll create energy or will. And then you can send those to other nodes to power different aspirations or things you want to try to do. And then there's a story mode of this person who's moving to a new city, trying to like work, get a job, meet people, not miss their home and stuff. And then it turns into like a weird um, efficiency engine manipulation thing while also trying to negate negative stuff. So like by exploring or by working, you're creating like anger or depression, which are like negative nodes that will try to flow back to your, your home base that you can create tower defense style things. Mm -hmm. Like I paint when I'm stressed. This Hmm. is like a thing. So you can create a painting node that will zap away negative before it attacks you. I think I need to look at what this yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah, the interface is like a honeycomb. I'm just super seeing, hard to picture. I'm seeing like a honeycomb like of different yes, colors and exactly. And then it's I'm I'm seeing like a what's it called? The quiet sleep. The quiet sleep. So you are essentially trying to power different aspirations with these energies, uh, while at the same time not letting yourself get run down or stressed or angry. Uh, because that will create negative spots in your your honeycomb grid. So you're as you're processing this stuff, you can turn energy into work and then work into cash, you know, like because I'm going to a job. So like this node way far out here will require cash. And then you set up the train that goes through that process and it has to grab the energy go to the work, convert to, or can goes to uh, the work node to convert to work. Work then goes to the cash to convert to cash, which then gets delivered to the thing that needs the cash. And Weird. there's different colors are like different parts of your life. So there's like the social end, there's the career oriented end, there's the whole thing that deals with missing your house. It's like they took the whole inner, like Inside Out, the movie Inside Out. Like yeah. they took that whole thing it made it into a strategy game of figuring out how to devote your mental processes to different parts of your they, life. They took the part of your Sims happiness and just broke that down into a whole game. A whole game. Yeah, I'm just I'm just reading the description right now, and it's because he mentions there's stories, like or yeah, there's three stories. Through. Okay, simulation tower defense game. And, he, and I just want to add this point this out. He says, uh, in terms of all this other stuff, in addition, you will is bullet point of stuff that will happen in the game. Make great music. Spy on a local teacher. Unpack clothes. Woo someone delightful, struggle to maintain a relationship with someone else, be inspired by your muse, go on walks to help you remain calm, and realize that you'll never be understood, and much, much more. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you, you it's get... Pretty neat. Yeah, there's, there's a story that you're trying to progress, but you can kind of do it in the way you want, and it'll give you these story beats, which will unlock different things you can build in the honeycomb. So in uh, Steam, under more like this, I think they list the obvious analogous game, which is uh, Player Unknown's Yeah, that comes up for me too, yeah. <laughs> so... It's pr- and Counter Strike, so and I'd Rainbow say, Six Siege, so really yeah. very similar. It's probably that defense, that like tower defense. I don't know, but it's it's a super neat experimental thing that um, it's like logistical meets uh, space cam. Oh my god! Meets like an art game. 
this looks more neat to me than logistical or space. Yeah, no, it's like <laughs> thematically, it, it like ties it together in a way that is it's, it's kind of cool um, because you can push out that spider web into different areas, but it'll like create negative areas too. So like I, I spent all my time going down um, this date somebody. So it's like the first note of that story is ask someone out. And then it's like go on the date, which requires the money. So and then you, you can then boy does it buy <laughs> the one after the one after that is like buy a ring, and then that requires even more money. But like doing that, I wasn't paying atten- as much attention to the things over here, which like were like your work stuff, and, career aspirations. Yeah. So the whole time your tower defense on those other sections are getting attacked. Exactly. Okay. So it's it's a super neat experiment, and it's not very expensive. I think it's 450 like... 450 right now, 10% off. Yeah, Normally it's five, five bucks, bucks yeah. which is, like, it's a little rough around the edges graphically, but it you can tell that somebody had a very specific idea and a very specific thing they wanted to try to get through, and I think for the most part it succeeds, and the, it's super unique. Does losing uh, lead you down to like a story end kind of thing? Like, oh, you asked out the girl, but you lost your job in your home. I now, haven't right? actually finished, and there doesn't seem to be a way to save hmm. because I think it's more supposed to be like a run base. It's not supposed to take hours and hours to go through a story. You know, like you're, I think sure, you're sure. supposed to sit down in a session and play through to completion, but there's a bunch of different things that can happen in ways you can get there. Um, but I've only done the first story cause there's three in the menu. The first one is called the quiet sleep. And then there's two other stories that I assume have different beats that you're trying to achieve goals of. But super neat, and and I played it for a little while last night, and um, I think I had it on my wish list, and I suddenly got an email. It was like, The Quiet Sleep's out. It's like, oh, well, that's not very expensive either. I'm going to see what that is. So runs on my shitty PC laptop. <laughs> yeah, I think like, you see some video of it, too. I don't know if the screenshots do justice to what it is. Yeah. But I think that the price is right to, to check that out if that type of like mixed experiment appeals to you. Um, especially if you like space cam puzzly games like that or tower defense. That's cool. But the tower defense is, or if you like PUBG or Counter Strike. <laughs> I mean, you're feeling you're trying to, to fix depression by play, playing PUBG, right? So it's similar. To... Kind of, yeah. You can play games. You can, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. PUBG. Listen, PUBG is for everyone. <laughs> Apparently, every game that you click on is going to be more like this. <laughs> more PUBG. Like this, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I think we can call that a show. Uh, yeah. Since we're over two hours now. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was a good shoe. Yeah. Uh, Chad, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. me on, guys. I pr- appreciate you uh, stopping by. Happy to. Um, is you have anything you want to plug before you go? Um, I mean, yeah, like, in terms of general work, like a uh, show I wrote for called Unikitties out on Cartoon yeah. all the time. You should watch that. Uh, I heard you can find it by searching on Pornhub, too. Is that true? I don't know about that. <laughs> I might know that there's plenty on Rule 34. Um, some pretty gross stuff. For Unikitty? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, when, yeah. When, uh, when does Unikitty play live? On actual TV, not streaming. Oh, I mean, DVR. now, yeah. I mean, like, oh, throughout the days on Cartoon Network, we also just watch it on, like, CN.com. What would you prefer people watch it on? You know, watch it on, watch it with your family in front of the couch. Uh, you can watch that. And uh, I've been streaming a lot on Twitch. You want to come by and watch me play like Dead by Daylight and other video games? What's your Twitch handle? Twitch.tv slash quantum, Q-U-A-N-D-T-U-M theory. Quantum theory. It's a dumb pun based off my name that everyone in every game goes, you spelled quantum wrong. I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Are they ever nice about it? Like, ugh, I know this is awkward, but like, you spelled it I just want to point it out, sir, yeah. yeah. No, Only in VR right. chat. Well, then <laughs> nice to, in VR well, then chat. I have to give them my name to explain the joke, and then they stalk me, so it goes great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, well, come come back anytime, especially when you got more weird uh, VR stuff. Like, when you find the super porny section of VR Oh, chat. yeah, or when I find my future wife on VR yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please come back and tell us about Happy that. Happy to. Uh, you can find more at explosivemagico.com. You can uh, friend Ari and I on Steam. I am Clockface. Ari is Dibno. Uh, and again, we we like you know having friend requests and adding you, but we don't sit out at the computer to type very often, so we won't <laughs> reply very often. Especially but if we're in mid game, yeah. expect like a response three hours later or days. Or I've ever replied right. days later. <laughs> It's like someone's just like, yo, and I'm like, hey, and that's conversation's done. Um, But yeah, we'll have a game giveaway in the show notes at explosivemagico.com. And if you do get uh, get that code, please let us know what you think of it, um, just because we're curious. Yeah, either uh, you can tweet it at WASPOD, you can send it WASPOD at gmail.com, you could put it on the WASPOD Steam group, just send us a line. Uh, good, bad, or weird. Put it all those places. Yeah. All, yeah. Oh, or the best places in yeah. a five star review on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, on iTunes. <laughs> iTunes. Yeah. I, Amazon, Amazon too. On Amazon? <laughs> We're not on Amazon, but <laughs> just if you it. can find us, put it on there anyways. <laughs> to put it on, like if you're reviewing like a uh, back scratcher or something, just put yeah, a five star yeah, yeah. review for us too. On the game, got this free code. Didn't pay any money for it. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> also, I bought this bottle of shampoo. It was okay. <laughs> Five star review for Waz, two star for shampoo. Uh, all right, well, it was a good show. Uh, Ari, sign us out. All right, uh, on that note, uh, everyone should check out the other Explosive Magico shows. Uh, one that I would recommend is a annual Spin Doctors theme show that Joey and I do called Two Princes. Um, we're, is this real? We're at uh, <laughs> episode 370 now. Okay. So I would recommend, if you're just getting started, uh, jumping in at episode 145, uh, which was the episode where Joey and I realized that we don't know anything about the Spin Doctors. Um, and most of the lyrics to that song are not accessible. Um, also, 245, uh, no, 247 is where we just huff gasoline. Um, I fall asleep. Joey gets up and leaves the microphone on for about 20 minutes, and then I wake up and start crying. It's really good. So, anyway. What was the name of that show again? Two Princes. Two Princes. Perfect. Perfect.